Hi, I'm Carrie. And I'm Diana. And you're listening to Fiction Kitchen, where we're cooking with inspiration from our favorite books, movies, and TV. Today we are talking about Star Wars. Na 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 na. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you did that because my first request from you was, "Can we get a clean cut of the Star Wars theme for this acapella supercut?" I, I keep threatening to make. Okay, just kidding. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to cut you off. I'm just <laughs> I'm waiting that to see really embarrassing. <laughs> and yet super cute. <laughs> yeah. I I do, like, actually that's, that's a, uh, I, I wouldn't call it beatboxing because I'm, I, that's not, but that kind of, <laughs> like on my own or with my daughter, sometimes I'm just like in the kitchen or whatever and I just start doing that and Riffing. like dancing yeah. or something like yeah. <laughs> not not full-on dancing but just like you know <laughs> well that's nice because i just had a dance battle with my daughter earlier tonight nice. so. <laughs> yes so i feel you i've got a bad uh, feeling about this oh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i had to put <laughs> i was like i have to say that because like in every movie and every like clone wars episode pretty much I think it was in the new movie too. I've got a bad feel. Like that's it's a thing. It's a Star Wars thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, telegraphing. I don't have a bad feeling about this though. From a really, million miles away. Yeah, I have a good feeling about this <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Well, first off, happy New Year to all you listeners whoop, whoop. in the future. Ooh. Yeah. So yeah, we're obviously recording before the New Year, but by the time you hear this, it will be New Year's Day. So yeah, yeah. 2016 people. And yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, with 2016 comes another Star Wars movie. That's right. Rogue One. So, yeah, get pumped. Um, yeah, so last, you know, last episode we briefly went into unfamiliar territory with Fargo. Where... I was going to say, wait, what was our last episode? Fargo. <laughs> I can't even yeah, because, but I was about to say, like, don't fear. Now we're back in the warm familiarity of Diana knowing way more than me. <laughs> no, well. It, <laughs> about our subject material. Like, this I feel like is... I need. I need to apologize up front. Like, <laughs> I like Star Wars, but I'm not, yeah, like... <laughs> no, please don't think that I'm... I might screw this up <laughs> Well, we'll we'll talk about our personal experiences with yeah. Star Wars after yeah. Tasty Time, but okay, yeah, yeah we'll this get is, there. Star Wars is like, uh, it's like an ocean planet of information, right. like, it's I like know, a water like, world of information. Like, I mean... Well, I like, don't know. <laughs> I know, like... like a puddle or a cup full worth? I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. So well, don't we. I'm just about to say, though, you know, like, as a casual viewer, you can appreciate it. Or as a super fan, you can appreciate it. Yeah. So I think we'll have a pretty, yeah, a pretty good discussion. But anyway, yeah, like, first, let's do Tasty Time. Tasty Time. So, Diana, what have you noticed around the, you know, fiction food universe? <laughs> the food of this. Ellie Joffrey, and her name is, last name is J-A-U-F-F-R-E-T, so I'm not sure if I'm saying it right, but um, it's elliejoffrey.com, and she does food from books, and she posts the recipes uh, along with quotes, but she also does something called, um, like, the Writing Fork, where she comes up with original 
short stories or like original fiction to go along with food that she makes. So, oh, yeah, isn't that really cool? Yeah, it's like reverse engineering what we've been yeah. doing. Yeah, so, yeah, pretty cool. Um, so she is a writer, um, and she is, let's see, I'm looking at her about page, um, and she, let's see, says that her stories were featured at the Kids Euro Festival in D.C. and were part of literary workshops in the National Children's Museum in D.C., um, and anyway, and also Lee Bardugo, I mentioned her in a previous Tasty Time, her books, because they they have a lot of food in it. Um, so Ellie Joffrey actually did like a, a little free PDF cookbook with recipes inspired by um, Lee Bardugo's uh, Grisha trilogy. Um, and, and they were like sanctioned by Lee Bardugo, the author, so which is really cool. And she's also done a lot of Hunger Games recipes. Um, as as well as the coolness that she does her own writing inspired by food, um, so yeah, so I'll, we'll we'll put her link there, and yeah, I'll, I'll see if I can find her Tumblr because I know she has a Tumblr, um, but I just can't find the link to it right now. But she's on uh, Twitter and Facebook as well, um, but yeah, so we'll put a link to her website and the free PDF for the the Shadow and Bone um, Grisha series, which is really cool. Well, nice. Yeah. yeah, that sounds really cool. Like, you know, having, yeah, kind of like the reverse, like, you know, having like new content mm-hmm. for dishes, inspired yeah. by dishes. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Definitely have to check her out. So what is your taste of time? Mine is, um, yeah, in a previous episode, we did Wheatsy Bath. Yeah. Because there is tons of food. And now oh, there's yeah. a brand new cookbook. Um, yeah, it's co-written by, um, you know, the author Francesca Leah Block and also Carmen Staten. I hope I'm saying that right. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's just a new um, cookbook called Fairies in the Kitchen, um, Recipes from the Wheat Bat series, which is like the Dangerous Angel series, which I think is like the five, is it five or six books? Um, Several, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, lots of books. Um, yeah, that's in Weetie Bats' storyline, and so let's see what's in here. Um, My Secret Agent Lover Man's Guacamole, <laughs> yeah. uh, Weetie's Vegetable Love Rice, Grandma Fifi's Sugar Coated Pastries, etc. Yeah, and so I, like, I had kind of seen this a while back because, um, like, I, I follow um, Francesca Leah Block on Instagram, and so she had been posting, like, a ton of pictures from this. I guess they were doing the photo shoots mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, yeah, so, but I didn't really know what it was, but then, yeah, I saw the announcement of the cookbook, so I'm like, oh, this is so fun! So, um, yeah, I'm definitely gonna get it. I haven't gotten it yet, but yeah, it looks super cute and fun, and yeah, That's excited awesome. to cook from it. <laughs> Alright, so let's get into Star, Star Wars. Because <laughs> I know we have a ton to <laughs> well, I, I hope so, yeah, I hope it'll just pour out of us. And our yeah, ha- having, I have a feeling yeah, it will. I guess stuff, stuff usually does <laughs> tumble yeah. out. Sometimes not as smoothly as others. <laughs> We're not always eloquent, but we are always uh, loquacious. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what's your yeah? What's your background with Star Wars? I'm sure you were a fan as a kid, and you know, kind of along the way. So are like, you yeah, now? Your, your... <laughs> just, oh, really? Were you so... not? <laughs> you just seem like the type. Sorry. Wait, what is that? <laughs> to make assumptions. To make? I. I, that means I seem that really you're cool, cool yeah. and cool people like I Star seem Wars. Really okay. awesome. Anyway, I'm just joking with you. So, yeah. So, 
I am one of those people with, uh, that I have vague memories and assumptions that I watched Star Wars as a kid, like the three, <laughs> the original trilogy. Um, yeah. But, but all I had in my memory is like snippets of and scenes. So, yeah. So I just assumed that I watched them as a kid, but I, but maybe <laughs> I didn't. But I totally remember the second Ewok movie. I remember oh. having a meatball sub from Subway with my sister and my dad, <laughs> and we we're watching. I like how your memory. I know, right? In charge. The battle. <laughs> yeah. The battle for Endor, which is the second Ewok movie with the little cute, curly-haired girl. <laughs> In my mind, I think it like blends with Willow, like. <laughs> Because it was kind oh, of right. like, like the, I don't know if it's the same time period, but anyway, yeah, like, and it was like more magical. Um, but anyway, so there's that. But, and, and then of course, when the prequel trilogy came out, like, I saw those in the theater with with my friends, like, what I was early 20s when that, when those came out. And I had a friend who, like, made his own Stormtrooper armor and went to see the movie. Like, mm. So, like, I've been around, so there was a point in my life where I was around people who liked Star Wars, um, but yeah, for me, it's like, yeah, Star Wars exists, it's cool, like, has cool characters, I'm familiar, like, I know Darth Vader is Luke's dad, I know Luke and Leia are brother and sister, I like, I feel like I came out of the womb knowing that, like, who doesn't, you know what I mean, like, I don't, yeah, I don't know when I first learned it, but it's like, Aslan is a lion, okay, yep, (laughs) you know? Yep, it's like, got it. <laughs> I think the culture, cultural heritage or something that we are born with. Yeah, universal yeah. truths are... But, <laughs> so, so yeah, so, really, Star Wars is a more recent thing for me. Um, okay. Well, well... How'd you peg Ron? Yeah, so, take that. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but it, but it's cool, so... So yeah, so I saw the, in the theaters, I saw the prequel trilogy, and they were what they are, <laughs> and um, and then I, there was a blog post that I made, um, I did Boba Fett's, like, bo- Boba tea, <laughs> like, I made my own, oh, I made my own um, Boba, like, homemade Boba, um, like, tapioca pearls. Anyway, that was for uh, May the 4th this year, and then, of course, knowing that the episode 7 was coming out, I I was like, yeah, I... So within that post, I kind of told some of my history with Star Wars, or non-history, and it's like, yeah, so I'm gonna prepare myself to watch episode 7. Like, I'm gonna become... Okay, so you Yeah, so, and then we're doing this podcast episode, so, you know, it's like, more reason as well so (laughs) so yeah so i started watching clone wars tv series so yeah see that's why i thought you were a super fan because like i know you had mentioned yeah so that's a thing for this this she must have exhausted the like mainstream material (laughs) i was telling my husband because today i was also watching like today basically i was binging on star wars i'm like i'm gonna be star wars out like by the time we record this (laughs) <laughs> but like oh do we have to talk about this tomorrow? no i mean like yeah. I'm, I'm like 
yeah, total, this whole day has been me watching Star Wars stuff. But anyway, so the Clone Wars... So I started watching Clone Wars months and months ago. Um, and the, But then, like, I got halfway through season three. There are six seasons. And, and the, like, uh, then all these other things I needed to watch and read and do. Um, so that was kind of put on the back burner. Um, and then... But then I started again... Uh, to prepare for the podcast and for um, the gorging of Star Wars to, for Episode 7. So, <laughs> so anyway, so we watched... So yeah, so I watched um, the original trilogy plus um, Episode 3. And, and, then, and then we watched Episode 7, um, what, a month, just a couple days ago. And then... Yeah, and then I and then I was like, well, I don't have enough time to watch like two and a half seasons <laughs> of the Clone Wars, so I watched <laughs> that. I started on the end of season five, which was awesome because that's one of my favorite characters in it, like a really emotional and. and <sighs> well, nice. You'll have to. I'm actually a little curious it's... now because I've heard like a couple things. So yeah, I want. You and then to, I started yeah, watching Star Wars Rebels. <laughs> Like, it's still on the TV right now. Oh. Like, it's paused, but, like, I... That's <laughs> so after I finish recording, I'm going to read... Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm actually so, watching it Yeah, right so now. Clone Wars was... Uh, happened before uh, George Lucas sold to Disney. So it's actually, like, a, a Lucas film Warner Brothers joint production. Um, but then Star Wars Rebels is Disney and... Well, all Disney, I guess. <laughs> anyway, so... So they... Anyway, but they're both really good. They're both, like, in a similar style, animation style. But they... Yeah, so the Clone Wars, there's a mo 2008 movie, and then there's six seasons, a uh, TV series, and that's that takes place in between episodes two and three. So that, like... It's mm, okay. really awesome, because the original... I'm sorry, like, I should let you talk... <laughs> no, it's okay. Anyway, like, I mean, so my experience yeah, I want to get it all watching those things. <laughs> and then I have for Christmas. I, those on my Christmas list. I got the Princess Leia, Volume One, which I, uh, so there. So there's a ton of Star Wars comics. Okay, so there's a ton of Star Wars books from the seven, like from starting from the first <laughs> Star Wars movie. There, yeah. What? And I've actually read what? one of them. Can you believe that? So there's, like, novels. <laughs> yeah, there's novels, one and there's them. a lot of comics. A lot of comics have come out recently, um, and that's, like, uh, together with Marvel, um, Lucasfilm and Marvel. Um, but there's one comic run about Princess Leia, and so I have a... The first volume is, is collected, and um, so that's kind of cool, because that kind of had, had to do with... It takes place um, right after... A New Hope. So. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, woman, your home planet was just exploded. Like, where's the emotion? And then, and then here, and then this is, and then this is it. Because. Here it is, yeah. in this comic. So she gives Luke and Han a medal. So that's like that last scene. And then, and then she says some words about Alderaan. And then the some people in the crowd are like, ah, oh, the ice princess. Like she's not even shedding a tear or grieving. And I'm like, that's what I said, you know. <laughs> but that, but so it's kind of about her and <laughs> her choices and her, um, you know, putting on the brave face or whatever. And 
So that's cool. Um, and then there are video games like the old, Repu excuse me, like the Old Republic and Star Wars Battlefront. And then there's like the Lego Star Wars, and then there's Disney Infinity, which is how my daughter is familiar with Star Wars is through the Disney Infinity character, um, like the toys and um, video game. It's a it's okay. a video game. It's a Disney video game that um, has these like little figures that you put on a gamepad, and then it's kind of like to like, and then they play as like little toys in the video game, and you can interact with them, and oh, uh, I mean they can interact with each other and do missions, and then you can build stuff like build castle. Anyway, I'm not explaining it very well at all, but they have Star Wars sets, <laughs> <laughs> so that's how, yeah. Yeah. Man, technology. No, it's anyway. Yeah, so there's just a ton of Star Wars stuff <laughs> out there, and yeah, Whoa. I I'm yes, yes. a little bit. Mostly just the the movies and shows. And... I don't even know where I'm going now with the talk. Now it's you talk about it. <laughs> so yeah, my my background. I definitely watched the first trilogy as a kid. In fact, um, Return of the Jedi was my first theater movie. <laughs> what? I was, yeah, I was two years old, which, you know, I always, like, took as fact, but now I'm like, were my parents insane? Because, like, my, <laughs> my, my son is two years old, and I would, like, not consider bringing him to this movie, but he's, I mean, I, I just said he's very sensitive. I was, like, a badass, you know, so. Is he force, is force sensitive? Just kidding. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway, like, you know, they, they keep telling stories about, like, oh, yeah, we brought your little booster seat and put it in the movie theater and, like, whatnot. So, yeah, like, I, I watched Star, Star Wars since I was, like, little. And I think as a kid, like, I was really into it because I remember, like, I, I also have a specific memory um, of, like, being, like, me and my sister had two, like, boy cousins that were about the same age as us, so, like, the four of us, like, hung out all the time, and we were at the beach one, one week or whatever, and I think they had brought the Star Wars trilogy, so we all watched it there. <laughs> and so, um, like, I, I had seen them, but, like, again, as an adult, like, I just, yeah, I don't have, like, a like a very good memory. So it's like watching them again for the first time. Right? It is. That's how it, it was really for is. me. Yeah, because I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, because I did watch. Um, I did watch A New Hope. Well, okay. <laughs> the way you <laughs> per, say per that. Per usual, I'm like over ambitious and way underprepared. <laughs> um, but this week was Christmas week, people. I know. Okay, so, <laughs> anyway, but like we did watch. I, I did watch. You know, The Force Awakens, and then um, yeah, the first first half of A New Hope. Um, so it was, like, really fun going back and, and watching it, and also fun watching it after The Force Awakens, because you're like, oh my god, there's all these parallels. Yeah, it was like, so parallel Yeah, The Force Awakens <laughs> is, like, a new New Hope. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, so I was, a, I was a fan as a kid, but then, like, you know, when I got a little bit older, like, I became much more of a sword nerd than a laser nerd, mm -hmm. <laughs> so. There's, it's a laser like, sword! <laughs> Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's a sword made out of laser. So it's it is. So, <laughs> I guess, but you know, but you know what I mean. Like I was not that into like future yeah, stuff and space stuff, and I'm like, Rrr. you know. So like the you know the the prequels came out, and I saw the first sorry. two. But see, that's the thing. I'm like, I knew everybody thought they were shitty, but like I didn't even see why because like I wasn't big a fan. Yeah. Like I it liked wasn't them okay. To me, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I, like I didn't know enough 
Like, I'm like, these are fine, but I wasn't, like, either a super fan of them or, like, enraged by them, yeah. you know? So, and I only saw the first two, so I wasn't then into it. Well, because the, the episode the three was actually the the better of the, of the th- trilogy. Oh, okay. So. Well, <laughs> great. I haven't even seen that one. But actually, like, you know, as, as we'll talk about in a little bit, like, I was really excited about this new movie, so, yeah. like, I want to kind of go back and, okay, what was I missing? And especially now, like, I'm a little bit more excited about this than I was at the time. Yeah, so, like, you know, leading up to this movie, I was like, oh, that's cool, there's a new movie coming out. No, I'm not that into it. Oh, Gwendo- Gwendolyn Christie's yeah. <laughs> the oh, end of we, Tars, yeah, we'll talk about which that. is barely in it. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, like, I was excited about that. I'm like, and then I was like, oh, the main character is a girl. Yes! Yeah. Like, you know, so, like, I mean, they were, like, and also, like, every, just so much buzz leading up to it. Like, I, you know, everybody knew it was going to be good. And it was. Yeah. You know, so, like, you know, like, I think, like, different people might have been disappointed by different things. But I think the overall consensus, consensus is that, like, this was really good and everybody had a lot of fun watching yeah. it. <laughs> so... Yeah, so, like, that's kind of my background. Like, I like it, not a super fan, kind of have, like, a cursory knowledge of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so that's where I am right now. But, you know, again, like, I was really excited by this new movie. My daughter loved it, um, which I was kind of (laughs) excited by. Like, she liked it more than I thought she would, and she has, like, way better, like, name and planet retention than I did. Good, yeah. Yeah, the whole retention. (laughs) I'm like, where are we? I can't remember. Yeah, there's so, like, it's so expansive. It's like, like, there's all these connections between the films and the TV series and the books and everything. And it's like, how does yeah, anybody and I feel keep like they're, track of, like. And I'm sure there's, like, so much. But there are people that, that no, yeah, that's like, like. flying over my head. Yeah, but people, but people no, are into this. Like, <laughs> they name dropped this Jedi Master from da 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 da. And that means that they're related <laughs> to blah blah blah. And. The, <laughs> Like, dude, amazing, <laughs> but not, my like my eyes are swirly, like, but but yeah, but like we still know that it's good. <laughs> yes, I like this yeah. is good. I don't know why, but yeah, it's so awesome that there's like this new, like this third wave of Star Wars is happening, like this third advent. Yeah, because like the first and- ones were amazing for their time because of the cinematography, like, the effects and cinematography. Wasn't it, like, people, when the first Star Wars came out and New Hope, that, like, in the movie theater, like, the first scene and everything, like, people were like, oh my gosh, it's coming out of the screen at me! Like, like, it was just amazing. Like, settle down, 70 people. (laughs) But, like... But, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I've heard that before. And, I mean, looking back at it now, like they're endearing like they introduce endearing characters and like they introduce a whole world but really like it it, it's looking at it in a certain perspective it's like it's basically like plot points and that's kind of how the i feel like george lucas the like the first six movies that's what he had his hand in and it, it really plays out like plot points like here are these ideas and this is where we need to get but oh, like okay. and then let's yeah. just put stuff like somehow we need to connect these plot points and so i think that was a lot of the criticism was like the acting and the dialogue it was not that the actors were bad actors it's just like the dialogue and the scenes and like how things were structured for them <laughs> it just was kind of flat 
and then the prequel trilogy, it's like, whoa, CGI. Let's do it's like a, it's like spreading yeah. out a bunch of jam onto like, like this piece of bread. I think that was the idea. It's now like, it's like we're yeah. gonna do the same thing, but look how much cooler we can. Uh, and like everybody's spinning around and all this kind. Of, it's like if you had spent like less time on the special effects and more time on like on the the emotions of the characters and things like that, it would have been less... Yeah. Yeah, and actually, that's that's something I heard about this movie, because, like, I, like, you know, despite having, like, barely done any preparation for, for this, like, I have listened, I've been listening to some podcasts on it, um, and so, like, some of the, like, criticism I've heard of this one is, like, oh, it's exactly like A New Hope as far as, like, plot points, you know, just kind of rearranged but a little bit. the acting, they but, have whole conversations like, they, with their eyeballs. Exactly! <laughs> like, the, the characters are so much better, and, like, you know, the... Like the act, the casting's really good. The acting's really good, um, and and it, it does. Feels like good. I mean, it flows good. You're, you're, it's, yeah, you're kind of introduced to the characters you love, even though. You, okay, yeah, like spoiler, oh yeah, this or, is all you know, spoilers. Or, or, I think or, 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 this whole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, you lose some of them, you know, in the, in in the movie, but like, well, though, you're so. also set up with like all new characters that you actually yeah. care about, and you're excited to like go through this trilogy with, you know. So I think they did an excellent job on like, you know, um, setting up. Yeah, and there's so many out, questions you know, as, too, as and it's to, like, like, but I feel, I don't feel that my questions are arising because it was badly written. I feel my questions are arising, and I'm really yeah, excited like, to see the next movie because I'm I'm sh- pretty sure, like I have the feeling that th- uh, they'll be revealed, and that's part right. of right. And it arc. wasn't. I mean, you're excited for the next movie, but it wasn't all like annoying scene yeah. planting like during the first movie. You know, like it was definitely a setup movie, but it wasn't like oh, that's but all it's this satisfying. Like, it, was it was still, still felt nice. satisfying. It, yeah, it was a satisfyingly self-contained See these characters movie. again and learn more about them, like in a good way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Me oh too. my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah. So, but I do want to say, like, yeah, the the prequel trilogy, like that. <laughs> that is what it is. But that that's why I love the Clone Wars TV series is because, um, well, like I said, it's between episode two and three. But it really explains a lot of stuff. Like it really fills in. Uh, a lot of the things, like, because with, um, Revenge of the Sith, with episode three, it's like, suddenly Anakin, it's just like, really? Like, he's just suddenly, and then he, like, (laughs) basically kills Padme, like, it's like, oh my gosh, like, just all these, because that's what makes it feel like it's just plot points to hurry up and get to. Yeah, like, yeah this but like with the Clone Wars, it shows happen, more yeah, of yeah. Anakin's progression. Like he, so he is a Jedi, and he takes on a Padawan. Um, but it like it shows more of his relationship with Padme and the strain of that, and also like, yeah, his, like his dealings with um, uh, Chancellor Palpatine, Emperor Palpatine, who later becomes Emperor Palpatine. Anyway, but it's like it really shows more, and it. it uh, it's done, and even though it's animated, I mean, animations are awesome these days, and and this was oh yeah really well done because they had like the characters had face you know their emotions showed on their faces you know when it needed to happen and um, and then the choreography like the 
shots and things. Like, it was very cinematic. And anyway, so I, like, gush about the, the Clone Wars. And because, oh, my gosh, there's so many shows where a war is taking place or, you know, because so this is Star Wars is like an epic science fantasy or like space opera. Like, it's not strictly science fiction because it's science fantasy <laughs> is what it is and so um, so anyway but like in a lot of these epics there are these very like the red shirts basically or like you know the the minions that like just kill them all like we don't care these bodies let's just like fodder <laughs> and, what, and so like the clones or the and the stormtroopers, um, they're not always clones. But anyway, like, yeah, in these movies, it's like they're just dropping like flies. But the Clone Wars, it's really awesome because you a lot of the episodes are from the clones' perspective, and so you, yeah, no, and they have different personalities, and they have yeah. like relationship, like brother relationships, and like their connections, and like the things that they feel. Um, during this wartime and uh, how they grieve and and also the the value that the Jedi put on them like they they aren't disposable um, but then of course there's the droids that the um, separatists use um, and even the droids like the the enemy droids have personalities which is interesting like all the droids basically <laughs> in Star Wars universe have personalities. Yeah, Star Wars does yeah, do a good so, job with that's like my, I was gonna say <laughs> like my, my, daughter my, too. my daughter's favorite character in this movie was Ray. Wait, who's her favorite? By you know? <laughs> oh, oh, I thought you were talking about oh, Ray, but, but then BB-8 is yeah, character wise. But no, no, like yeah. no, but I was about to say closely followed by BB-8 because <laughs> yeah, my so, my daughter so she's yeah. like BB-8. Like, I, when she first started saying it, it sounded like she was saying baby eight. <laughs> So now I say, baby, baby eight. <laughs> but she knows it's baby eight. But yeah, she loves little baby, baby, baby eight. Someday we'll get the little Sphero. What is it? One hundred and fifty bucks. <laughs> but the little remote controlled or app controlled. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. We have a thingy. carpet, so I probably won't <laughs> work very well there. But Aww. yeah, the droids. So it's so funny. Like even. Even, even, yeah, the droids, they're like, oh, or the, they, like, have some sass, or they, like, grumble, or whatever, and then they get their heads, you know, lightsabered off, but it's like... <laughs> oh, that's funny, because, like, the, the podcasts I've been listening to, yeah, are, um, Fighting in the, Fighting in the War Room, which is, like, a really good movie podcast, um, <laughs> did, like, a whole big, like, Star Wars special, so they have, like, several episodes covering, like, all the, all the movies, <laughs> Like one of the theories is that like R two D two is a recording yeah, little dick. You know he's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, because he is kind of a jerk, you know. <laughs> so, you know, there, like there's several times where he could have just like given information <laughs> and like solved this whole thing without, you know. So, even he's in this last like movie. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Man, so R two D two. He's been around forever. But anyway, but yeah, he like, I can't remember if he, I think R2-D2, I don't know if he just fixed R2-D2 or what, but anyway, R2-D2 has been around forever, and I love his little, like, I can't do it, but like, when he gets, 
<laughs> when he's like a little scream <laughs> or like <laughs> I love his sounds. It's like a cat yeah. getting I love his sounds. And then yeah, on. in episode seven when BB eight BB eight yeah. it's like his idol. It's like it's like R2 D two when they're seen together like twice <laughs> they're two scenes together, once when he's still asleep and then R2 D two wakes up in the, the second scene. But it's like it was just so cute yeah. and I I loved it. Because it was like you are my predecessor, like you yeah, I, I don't like, like you're the R two D two. Yeah, like <laughs> let's see three PO. Of course, he's always been around too. He's such a punk sometimes. Like, <laughs> all right, yeah. So segue us our yeah lightsabers. <laughs> what color lightsaber would you wield? So ky- kyber crystals. So kyber crystals, that's how, where the light <laughs> from the lightsaber, like that's what lightsabers are, that's at the heart of the lightsabers, kyber crystals, mm-hmm. and they're really rare and really powerful, and yeah, basically it's kind of like an aura system, because they're, in some sources it says that they're clear, like they're, or they're colorless, but then oh, when okay. a Jedi kind of like project whatever. Well, when a, when a Jedi um, obtains one, then it takes on a color based on like it doesn't. It's not a mood ring or anything, but like oh, just one color. <laughs> like you're feeling sad. Yeah, that would be me. Rainbow saber, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, the unicorn saber or something. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, no, like it stays that color forever. But it's like once, so once it connects with a Jedi. But yeah, the Siths, they're usually always red. So, but anyway. So if we had, yeah, if we had, we took a quiz (laughs) on BuzzFeed. Yeah, so BuzzFeed is the best. What would our color be? Stupid quizzes of everything. But yeah, we took a lightsaber quiz. Yeah, do yours. What is yours? Oh, what color did you get? (laughs) You really want me to get, okay, I'll just read the result. Yeah, go which I'm really pleased with this because okay. this is something that I've I've talked with my husband uh, about. Ever since I found out I was a Slytherin, like I've been all about these. <laughs> did you did you quizzes. pick the dark side? Because the first question was light or dark. Did you pick dark side? Well, I picked the dark side, <laughs> but then I picked the rebels. Too. Oh yeah. So yeah, I'm like the dark side of the rebels. Because there's not a lot of gray in this universe, but I think I can create. Some. Well, that's the thing so. is I I feel like. Because that's the that was one of the problems with that not sorry the problems within the world not uh, the creation of the movies anyway um, was that the yeah. the Jedi became the Jedi were seen as warmongers at the end of episode three like that was the whole thing because um, you know and Anakin went to the dark side and there was like because of Chancellor Palpatine and his workings and every like his um all the manipulations he did and everything um that the public sentiment was against the Jedi basically because mm-hmm. they were because they're supposed to be peacemakers but they were being used as soldiers and and they were getting way too caught up in politics like Mace Windu uh, I don't know like he was really rubbing <laughs> He rubbed Ahsoka the wrong way. Ahsoka is my favorite character, just so you know. She's from Clone Wars. And she comes back in Star Wars oh, Rebels. Like, she's awesome. <laughs> like, she's super awesome. 
And she's voiced by Ashley Eckstein. I don't know if I'm saying her name right, but the creator of Her Universe, the clothing, of like, girl fan, female fan clothing company. Oh, how So awesome. she's actually Very the voice, cool. a voice actress um, for Star Wars, and yeah, and she's done, created this awesome company. Anyway, um... Nice. I don't even know. Oh, yeah, so... <laughs> Oh yeah. So, what color? What color should I? Oh yeah. It was, well, it was because the whole light and dark side. But, like I had this conversation with my husband. It's like light and dark side. Like why? What? Like I know. Like light, you know, good and evil. It's like the base of a lot of stories and everything. But it's like. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I'm a white lightsaber. Of course you are. Eat it, universe. <laughs> Wielders of white-bladed lightsabers tend to eschew labels and strict definitions and cannot typically be categorized as either good or bad. What? Huh. But rather capable you. of either. White lightsaber users, like the famed Imperial Knights, are adept force users, but typically only use the universal force abilities and almost never train in light or dark force abilities. So users of white lightsabers tend to have a great amount of control and focus. So I'm a gray, well, a white. I guess white means you're in the middle. Yeah, white I'm a free is agent. <laughs> I'm like, why aren't there more That's of right. these? Because I'm. That's okay. <laughs> you don't take any labels. I know, but like, I anyway. So after episode three, and the Jedi were seen as bad, and then most of the Jedi were killed off, and I kind of feel like, mm-hmm. and well, and then like Luke, it's like, oh, you're the only like one of. Well, I mean, we know that there were more around at the time, but. Now we know that, but at that time, it's like, oh, you're the only one, basically. You know, your dad is evil, and you're the good one. Like, and Mm -hmm. so, it's, you know, so it's always been, like, it has to be light or dark, like, and the force, there has to be balance, so it's like, okay, there has to be, like, one of each at all times. I'm like, ugh, but... But that's just, like, asking for trouble. It's like when you're training new Jedi. Yeah. If you're training new Jedi, you're just asking for trouble because, obviously, like, like with Episode 7... They could go either way. Somebody's going to yeah. turn to the dark side because, they're, you know, it's like... It's like... Right. And actually, actually that some was one of the interesting the things middle. about this movie, about Kylo Ren, you know, he's like, I feel callings from the light side, which is kind of the opposite of you hear in most stories. You know, it's like the yeah. good person that kind of feels the draw towards, you know, like, evilness, but it was kind of the reverse for him. He's like, I want to be evil so bad! Yeah, it's really, (laughs) it's really interesting, because it's like, even with Slytherin, it's like, they weren't described as evil. It's like, oh, you're sorted into the evil house. It's just, like, the ambitious house, or the house that you want power. Right, which kind of, like, you know, like, ambitious, yeah, what could be evil Or power. Yeah, so, like, it kind of lends itself lends itself to that but doesn't necessarily like yeah directly because like yeah. you can have you can want power but you can want it to protect people like you can mm-hmm. be ambitious but you can it can be ambitious not for yourself but for other like to be in a position to help others or you know what i mean so it's kind of annoying to think of like oh it's good people and evil people but it's like just i don't like <laughs> And and I'm religious, so it's yeah, like I shouldn't have true, a problem with this. But I mean, this, like even like... a benevolent dictator, like is that right? Or well, yeah. like because the thing know. with like Mace Windu and some people in Jedi Council um, during the old Repu- the 
time when it was just the regular Republic. Um, so the prequel trilogies was like, they were getting really, like they were really strict and like that was really that, um, and they were getting really political, but like, that's part of what set Anakin on this path. Well, because he was with Pod, he married Padme in secret and like all this stuff because like, Oh, you know, a Jedi can't have relations or, you know, attachments and stuff. But Actually, you do need to have attachments, because otherwise, what are you fighting for? But anyway, like, so, like, that strictness, uh... Yeah. Well, no, I will father no children. Yeah, yeah, and so it's like... (laughs) Anyway, so I feel like after they were all killed, all the Jedi, or, like, the old way of the Jedi was killed, and then uh, the the remaining Jedi, or, like, Force-sensitive people had to fend for themselves, kind of, in the aftermath, um... I, like, I'm hoping, and I kind of have seen, like, in the, I've just started watching Rebels, but it's like, I want to see a new breed of Jedi. Like, like, they're good, but they're not constrained so much. You know what I mean? Like, they can be snarky and have relationships yeah, like have or whatever own. and still be a good per- like just a normal person <laughs> do you know what i mean like yeah. i want i want to see more characters like that and maybe as i watch continue to watch star wars rebels like that would be the case but it's like yeah anyway so i am not light or dark side <laughs> yeah so so i'm i so i'm anyway i'm just hoping that that yeah the jedi when because the Force is awakening now. <laughs> so, like... Because, yeah, poor Kylo Ren. He's like, I'm being torn apart. The light side or the dark side. And it's like, well, just chill out, dude. <laughs> anyway. Have you, have you seen the emo Kylo Ren Twitter account? <laughs> no, but, I mean, that's how I describe him, is emo. There's, like, emo jeans in the Skywalkers. Oh, I don't it's know. hilarious. Check that out. <laughs> Um, okay, so I'm so sorry, like... Oh, no! <laughs> what is your, what's your, um, oh. from the quiz, what's, what Yeah, happened? my lightsaber would be turquoise. Woo! Yeah. Which so I not just regular blue. Option, but, yeah, turquoise... There's purple and pink, too. Yeah, oh, okay. And mm-hmm. orange, I think. Anyway, go for it, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I'd gotten purple, that's my favorite color. Um, no, that was Mace lightsabers are lightsaber... Yeah, lightsabers are usually less meticulously crafted or calibrated than other lightsabers. Yeah, that sounds pretty accurate. With Wait, my, like, less meticulously crafted? So like, <laughs> you kind of just throw my, it together. Like, Half ass preparation uh-huh. for these, these podcasts and can fail when put under too much pressure. Oh no! <laughs> but can also output more power than standard lightsabers. Turquoise lightsaber wielders tend to have personalities that match their more primal weapons, and they often act without first considering their consequences. Oh no! You just rush in with your hey, fault, your faulty lightsaber. That sounds pretty accurate. Yes, overcommit, underdeliver. <laughs> Is that what does it say more? No, that's it. Oh. <laughs> You, did you choose to be a rock star? What was the... Hey, no. Oh, my... What, was, what question was that? Was oh, like no, I was a one. smuggler. Oh, smuggler. Yeah, I think I chose smuggler, too. But... Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, who chose to be a moisture I'm not disappointed with that. I think it sounds pretty accurate. <laughs> it's, it 
it's kind of cute. So, which reminds me, so Kylo Ren, so, you know, when the first images of Force Awakens came out and everybody's like, oh my gosh, what the, what the freak is up with this lightsaber? Like, he's totally going to hurt himself. Like, because I had the, on the hilt of the lightsaber, it had yeah, it's short, got, like, the cross short light coming out of the yeah. <laughs> But it's because his, his um, kyber crystal is cracked. And which actually gives it, makes it more powerful. Which is, isn't that interesting? Like it makes it more powerful. And then the his device, like the hilt, it, it um, pushes out some of, the, like diffuses some of the energy to the sides. Oh, okay. But of course, we saw it in action in the film. He just like turned it a little bit and was like totally pushing it into Finn's shoulder. Yeah, I know. He yeah. burned his shoulder with the edge of it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, so let me ask you this. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess we should do, like, an overview of the movie first. But I had a question. Like, the only, like, real beef I had with the movie is, like, why is, like, Finn able to wield this lightsaber so easily? Like, aren't they kind of, like, crafted to their, like, you know... So, it's um, just a weapon. So, anybody can turn it on and use it, like, um, but to really be, like, connected with it, I guess, you need to... Mm -hmm use the force but everybody has the force in them but like but some people are like Jedi yeah they another. can focus on the force and have and have gotcha. more force <laughs> specialness in them or <laughs> like awareness I guess but um yeah, yeah so he, well and that was one of the things it's like man he's just like going like suddenly because it's the idea in, in some fiction like movies and books and stuff the character gets a weapon and it's like insta knowledge <laughs> like their their body oh, yeah, has like, like insta muscle memory or something, blah, blah, yeah. yeah. But but he was already trained as a soldier, and so right, yeah. So she, he you can assume like weapons, weapons knowledge, yeah. So you, like, and even though he was san, he reveals that he was like sanitation, but he was still trained because he was that was his first mission. It was at the or his first time into battle was at the beginning of the film, and yeah. Um, so so you know that he was combat trained. Um, and then that one stormtrooper, when Finn first wielded the lightsaber, there's that one stormtrooper, he's like, traitor, or whatever he said, and he, like, totally had that, like, whatever he had, that awesome weapon. So it's like, it makes you wonder if other stormtroopers train, so they must train with a variety of weapons, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah. that explains why Finn was kind of okay with a lightsaber. But then, okay. of course, when Rey gets it, it's like, wait a minute, she's really holding her... Like, Kylo Ren was... Or Ben Solo. was, like, right. really... <laughs> like, he is trained from a little kid. Well, trained right. as a Jedi. And, she's, like, and then trained her also. Own, like, having never uh, as a Sith. Tried, yeah. But, but when we first see her... Well, I mean, when Finn first meets her, she's being attacked, remember? And then she, like, has her staff. And she's fighting... Right. So she also has... But she manages experience. to, yeah, hold people So she really holds her own. Yeah. So she also has had experience with a staff or stick weapon, so... So it's not, like, some total novices, like, picking yeah. up this thing and, like... And I wonder, yeah. like, so she is obviously... She's a Force user, um, and, like, the Force awakens <laughs> within her in this movie. But, like, she's all... So she... But she was born Force-sensitive, and so... And she's, like, very... Like, she has survived on that, on that like, desert scavenger-type planet, and 
is resourceful and like she's really good at like climbing and just doing all this kind of stuff and so i wonder if a person who's force sensitive it's just second nature or first nature to rely on the force like so does that make sense like yeah she wouldn't even be aware of it but it's just part of her like dna i guess or like that so the force has probably been guiding her in little ways like her her actions and like surviving and things so so like in and in her fighting or um so i so that's what i think also is like when she was fighting with kylo ren but they made it clear that she was i mean she was holding her own but she was still doing a lot of like jabs and things like like not eloquent like he was yeah, like doing not as like clean elegant. not as experienced <laughs> as, as yeah. yeah and so but then i love that scene when she's like she like closes her eyes and just takes like is totally feeling the force and then then you yeah. like that's so it's fully guiding her at that point like what in the fight and but it's cool it's cool that they didn't they made her good with the lightsaber but you could still see but not that like it wasn't the insta like, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so that was really cool i thought that was really cool and just speaking of the force and jedi like i love like uh finn and ray i love their reactions when they learn that it's real that the force and jedi that it's all true yeah, because, like, yeah, it seems like they, they grew up and it was all yeah. real to them, you know? So, like, both of them were kind of, like, equally obsessed with it in different yeah. ways, you know? And so, yeah, it's, it's almost like, you know, oh my gosh, Santa Claus is Yeah, I like that because as viewers yeah. of these movies, we're like, duh, Jedi, the Force, like, we know all about right. it. But yeah. people in this world, so it's like we were finally had a perspective of people who are in this world that didn't just like yeah fully, it's know, just been stories back, to them you know, yeah like, it's like these total yeah. gal these whole galaxies of people throughout all of these movies you know throughout all of these years they've never seen a jedi or the force in action like and they just hear right. stories about it. like they weren't there when such and such happened or they weren't there, you know so and so for finn and for ray yeah like you said it's like santa is real or like matt it's like they got their hogwarts (laughs) letters or well ray did ray totally got (laughs) poor poor finn yeah but i love his innocence because there's that one he's like was it when he got hold of the lightsaber he's like yeah i'm gonna use the force i'm gonna go like save the day because i have this lightsaber and i know it's i know jedi are real and i know the force is real so i believe in it so it's i'm gonna use it and han solo was like that's yeah. not the way it works but i love that idea that like he i i would actually love to see i don't know if they really have to do anything with that like i mean not like oh i can suddenly use magic because i believe or whatever but just like i just like that idea that or of his innocence, or that he. I yeah, I do too. Like these are these are stories we've had since yeah. we were kids, you know. Or like I liked when she was like, "Oh, Luke Skywalker," you know. I yeah. thought it was only a myth or whatever, you know. I, I who may or may that. not be like, her dad. 
One of the lessons that we take away, well, two lessons from that we learned from Star Wars, enemy ships are incredibly easy to take down, and two, raise your freaking kids and give them hugs, and then a lot of trouble will be, will be missed. Like, raise your kids! I don't know. Like, all the trouble, like, parent, daddy issues, and... If you've got an emo kid, don't send him away to train with his crazy uncle and then be manipulated by some other people, like knights or some other group of people, and then they'll slaughter everybody, and then he'll get a blah, 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 blah. Oh, <laughs> you like, have to read this Twitter account. It's so funny. But I mean, really, like... my Okay, let me uh, just give you a highlight from it. <laughs> Takes Darth Vader's helmet, puts it on top of a piano... And with one finger, picks out my immortal. <laughs> oh, and he's constantly talking to Hot Topic. <laughs> like, are you carrying, you know, Darth Vader shade of, you know, nail polish? Or like, do you have any part-time jobs? I'm in a very uh, vigorous apprenticeship, so I can only take a part-time job. <laughs> oh, it's very oh, funny. Oh, man. Yeah, check it out. Oh my gosh, but his character, yeah, was, I I loved yeah. it. But um, actually, I really enjoyed his character. Yeah. Like, I was not that excited about it. Like, I mean, do you watch Girls at all? No. Oh, okay. Like, I had seen the first couple seasons of Girls, so he's in that, and he's like a very, oh, okay. like, so weird you know, character in that, yeah. you know, something like that. I've okay, never whatever. seen him before, so this was... Oh, okay. Me. Yeah, so, like, he's, I mean, he's, whatever, his character in that is strange but <laughs> like it's basically like kylo ren in the real world i i guess <laughs> you know so i mean he is kind of a weird guy but like i i really enjoyed his character well <laughs> i like how all the actors and the characters they just they seem like normal people yeah. like no like he wasn't some hot tot like he's attracted i mean it's like the, i was trying to like, like figure it out like he's because he's like, uh, the, he's, you know, the dark, and he's troubled, and so, like, there's attractive <laughs> stuff, like, he has the long, longer hair, and blah, 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 but, like, he's just a normal-looking dude, like, he's got yeah. a really big nose, and, but it's like, who cares? He's just a normal person. Very poofy hair. Yeah, but I mean, I, I like that there, like, there's no supermodels in this movie. Like, Daisy Ridley, she is so cute, but she, yeah, she's, but she's, yeah, I, I yeah I like that the characters were emotional, dirty. I mean, like they got dirty, no, <laughs> and dirty. Yeah, and like desperate, and yeah. I like how it was. No, I think that was the authentic. high point of this movie. Yeah, it's yeah, like, it's the characters for sure, and and also like just. I know we've talked a lot, like, on this podcast in general, about, like, how valuable it is to have female characters, mm -hmm. but, like, this is the first time, in, I mean, we talk about it all the time, you know, and I'll, like, won't role models for my daughter, and blah, 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 and, like, we've talked about, it. this is the first time I've, like, felt it. Yeah, <laughs> Like, nice. me, as, like, grown-ass woman going to see this movie, but still, like, I mean, it made such a difference for me in, like, being invested in, like like, fight scenes and, you know, like, chase scenes mm -hmm. and stuff like that, you know, like, because normally, like, I probably shouldn't admit this, but I do kind of, like, zone out. I'm like, oh, I don't know what's going on. They're <laughs> switching. It's hard to yeah. follow. <laughs> like, they're just like that. But, like, in this, I was like, get, you know, get them, girl. <laughs> yeah, and I like how it wasn't. It was super fun, and 
I yeah, I loved it. And yeah. So I, yeah, I'm glad that we have like finally like a strong you know because Leia was awesome you know but she was definitely like not the main character so well yeah it's, yeah, it's nice it's or, nice because one of, one of the main characters but you know not like you know there were lots of guys it and, wasn't and girls, but it's like so. it wasn't a thing it's not like there was no comment made about the fact that Ray is a girl or that Leia is a girl yeah. and that she's a general like it's not. Like, they were just people. Yeah. They were just... Like, I've been waiting yeah. for this this time, because, all, like, you know, up until this point, it was like, oh, you're a girl and you're doing this? You know, like, I mean, here it was just kind of taking this back. Like, oh, hmm. Well, there were a couple times that they were like, oh, she needs saving. Oh, no. Well, no. yeah, with the, when know? the first time Finn... But it's like, maybe... Like, Finn sees her in the market. But maybe if she was a, a boy... And, like, she, like both maybe he times she got out of it, but it, it wasn't, like, a yeah. huge thing. You know, so I mean, it was there, but it wasn't like you know. Yeah, like, we we assume it's because like, oh, a girl needs saving. But honestly, like, m- maybe oh, it could I like have been if, if it was a boy. Her, you know, yeah, she's, that she's a he nice was getting beat up and, and, if he, you know. Yeah, right. So we, we don't know. Yeah, like, but but yes, he obviously had a conscience since he defected or whatever. Yeah, you know? so, yeah which that whole he, thing. Yeah, so yeah. that was one of the things that stood out to me in the movie. That's kind of like I wish. That they would have shown more emotion on Finn's part, at least for the first um, ex-comrade that he killed. Like, okay, so because he was raised as a baby, he was taken as a baby and raised in this closed environment with other people like other kids to be yeah. soldiers. But see, honestly, like I was kind of paralleling that to like um the what's their face? The um Unsullied in Game mm. of Thrones. You know? Like, cause, um, and they are very much like almost robots and even after they're freed, like so like, you know, like Grey Worm. Um he's like very humanized, but not like, mm-hmm. you know, He's missing a lot of that, like, basic human stuff that you might have gotten growing up, yeah. you know? Not that because he's a bad person, but because, you know, I've been here since I was five or younger, and, you know, so, like, it's almost like Finn was almost too human for me. Yeah, well, that's you know, what I that, mean. What, I don't, what, I don't it, think, think it jived. Yeah. Like, because they made him... Oh, okay, and, I see what you're saying. Because they made yeah. him suddenly really likable and, like, really friend- friendly right. and, like, it's funny. Like, when like would he said you, some funny things. When would you have been this sociable? Yeah, it's like, how, yeah, how, how did you develop this personality if you were right. in a closed environment since you were a baby? Like, wouldn't you have a certain Under- way that you acted or a certain culture that, you know, yeah. Yeah, because, like, through the course of the movie, you totally forget that he's yeah. a stormtrooper, you know? Like, he mentions it once in a while, but you're like, oh, so, wait, yeah, yeah. Like, so, it, yeah, you're right. I think he should have been a little bit Yeah, it's bit like more, either like, be one way or the yeah. other, but they made him, they made him not sensitive to killing the people he grew up with, but, you know, and they made him... But that was the whole reason why he... Well, it's, I don't know, it just kind of bothers me because it's like, obviously he has this really kind and good personality, somehow he got it, and, and, like, he was a stormtrooper and he defected, so it's like, I don't know, I feel like there would be some kind of remorse or some kind of, like, at least, like, presented, at least in the very beginning when he was presented with having to fire on his own people to escape. 
that he would have had, like, a, I don't know, like, some kind of, like, right. oh, they're just like me, or, like, I was just... Right, like, these aren't just, like, Yeah, exactly. They, they were like, his... You know, yeah, that you see, like, yeah. this could be a person that's kind of on the edge of making a decision. Yeah, but... so that, that kind of... Yeah. Because again, that was that whole oh, it's the faceless minions. Let's just kill them all. That kind of, like yeah, yeah. So anyway, so that and they're not robots. Yeah, anymore. they weren't even clones like anymore. Robots. They what? Which right. I yeah. mean, from Clone Wars, we know that the clones they did have personalities and stuff. But like, but these are even not clones. So, but the but we do know that they go undergo reconditioning and brainwashing and stuff because Phasma mentioned that like Finn needed to go. And be reconditioned, but it's like, yeah. but it's not like he just snapped yeah. out of it. So there have to be others. Kind of like, oh, you know. And, and so yeah, that yeah. that was one of the things that just kind of stood out to me. Like, I, I wish that maybe at least when he first had to like fire on his own people, that there would have been some feeling. But but he does. But maybe he was just completely running on intense fear. Because he does say later, you know, that he was just really terrified of the First Order, so maybe he was, like, when he was escaping with Poe, that he was just totally running on, yeah, like, uh, like anything, fear adrenaline. Anything he could do to get yeah. away with it, or to get away from but it. I, you know, but, his, you know, yeah. but then he just keeps, whenever he's presented with a stormtrooper, you know, it's always like, let's just, I'm just gonna shoot them and kill them, because they're bad, and I'm good now. <laughs> but, and, but, and then that right. scene where the one is like, you betrayed us, or you traitor, or whatever. Like, that one stormtrooper is, like, he's feeling passion and feeling betrayed by Finn for leaving. So it's like, there's personality there. Right, yeah. yeah like, they were... And, in the very first scene, whatever, you know? it looked yeah. like the one the stormtrooper that died next to Finn, it looked like they were... I assumed that they were close, because... It seemed like yeah. it was his friend, because that's what shook him in the yeah, first Yeah, and the you know? stormtrooper, yeah. like, reached so. up to touch his face. Like, or, I mean, he still had his helmet on, but it's like... Right, right. So he obviously has Yeah, so, I mean, so not yeah. all storm... Like, they're not just... Anyway, so that was always... That's in many movies that have, you know, those soldier Like, sold a lot of soldiers. That always just kind of bothers me, and so yeah. I wish that... Like I wish that like he, he would have shown more emotion. But anyway, and then Captain Phasma. Yeah. Come Agreed. on. Agreed. You would not have taken the oh. shields down. <laughs> that was kind of disappointing, because like you said, it's like yeah, Gwendolyn Christie, cool. I know, <laughs> She's like, like has I don't know two lines, <laughs> and she, then she lets the shields down. <laughs> Finn is like all up in her face, being like saying something funny for the audience to laugh at, but like. She wouldn't have. She wouldn't have. She would have put up more of a fight. Yeah, she yeah. probably would have. I know. She would have been confident. She probably she would have, have let them kill her or maim her or whatever before she let the shields down. Like, anyway, but then, so we know she ended up in the trash compactor, which is like allusion to the first film, the trash, the trash compactor, the scene. Was it the first? Yeah, the first one. They're trying to get Princess Leia out, and they end up in the trash compactor. So, yeah, exactly. Like, there was that parallel. So we assume she got out, and maybe she, maybe she rescued Kylo Ren. Right, somehow. exactly. Maybe we'll, maybe she'll have a bigger. Or the red hair. Either she rescues think, Kylo yeah, Ren if she, if she survived, which would be kind of cool. Like if she becomes his person, like his bodyguard or whatever, you know. But yeah. but Snoke, like he told 
the red-haired guy to to bring Kylo Ren to him. So either Phasma or the red-haired guy. I forget his name. I don't know. <laughs> the red-haired guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I so they too. probably got, like, you know, Hawks got Kylo, but yeah. yeah. I forget. I don't, I don't. But Kylo Ren, that was cool. His emo-ness or whatever, but I yes. like that confliction and how they... Because I knew! I knew it was, I, that was kind of. But I really hoped that it wouldn't. I did too. I'm like, don't talk if to Princess him! Princess Leia was standing there instead of Han Solo, I don't think Kylo would have stabbed her. I think there's... Because the whole thing with Star Wars, it's yeah, like daddy issues. Right. But you if the mama right. was there... If Princess right, Leia was there, because she has a certain personality, you know, she'd have been like, son, she'd be like, Ben, yeah. put that thing down, come with me, like, yeah, get yourself <laughs> but, together. But she also was not really forthcoming with her emotion. Like, it's seriously, it's like, raise your son, give him hugs, no. problem solved. <laughs> I know, it's almost like they feel like they have bigger things to deal with. Yeah, exactly. Like, this could have been... <laughs> It's like, I'm in charge of of an army. Like, I'm a general, and so, and these are war times, so I don't have time to raise my son. I'm gonna, like, send him off, send him off to Uncle Luke. And then, (laughs) Han Solo, like... Right, yeah. He's a good guy. It's like, how much... Um, But, but, like, he made it seem like he just felt really awkward being a dad. Like, he didn't really know how to... Right. So yeah, like, I think you're right. Um, and oh, I yeah, and it was like it was obvious it was gonna happen, yeah. but it was still very sad. And like yeah, because I was so excited when he showed up yeah. on the Millennium Falcon, you know. And then yeah, and then very sad when I know. So it's man. but you know, and it makes you wonder. So I'm really looking forward to the second movie because I'm assuming they'll have flashbacks and explain like the Knights of Ren and like how they seduced um, seduced Ben Solo. To like help them slaughter the the younglings under Luke's care, and like, but but it's like, yeah. how old was he when he was sent away to be with Luke and to start training? And how, like, if he was, well, because yeah, like some of, like Ahsoka, she was sent <laughs> away when she was three, so it's like so some of them are at when they're babies or when they're toddlers, and then right. But, like, I don't think that matters that much. I mean, it just could have yeah. been something he felt all along. So, that, like, that seems to be, like, a big theme in these movies. It's just, like, you are, you aren't. You know, there's there's something. I know, which, that that's what I mean, the face. whole light and dark side. It's like, dudes, okay. just get a white lightsaber. Be in, be in the middle. Be what you right. want to be. Then you yeah. can choose. <laughs> but, so, yeah, so anyway, so I'm curious just to find out, like, because he looked, seemed like maybe he was early 20s. And like, how long? How long was he? Yeah. How long was he in the dark side? Yeah, he's pretty young. Because he was still he's conflicted when I mean, you know, during this movie. So it's like, how? Right. How many years has right. he been in the service of the dark side? Been following then, this path. But yeah, oh, but yeah, I love that. Yeah. Like, I want. I teared up because it's like, yeah, you knew it was going to happen. Because, obviously, like, somebody has to go to the dark side, and then Ray's gonna be on the light side. I say it like that because it's like, blah, blah, light and dark has to be. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, just, <laughs> whatever. I know. <laughs> like, let's get this established, you know, and then we can do the rest. Yeah, yeah. Alright, so let's talk about food. 
Yeah, so green bread. Yes. Okay, so yeah, so this is from The Force Awakens. Yeah. Yeah, green bread. Um, so it's like, yeah, rations. And that was really cool because it was like a little bowl of water, and then she poured the ration powder in. And then yeah. it just like bubbled up and then yeah, absorbed it's the water. It's kind of like those. The sponges you can buy that, like, you get them wet, yeah. and they're like, <laughs> it was exactly like that, yeah. And it was, yeah, so it was like green, and then, um, and then it looked like she had like little pieces of seaweed or something as well. I don't know what else, yeah, she was eating, it did yeah. kind of look like seaweedy, yeah. yeah. But like, how could it be seaweedy? They were in the desert, like, no, what would right? it be? Import, I, don't know. <laughs> I guess, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So, well, I was. No, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, nothing. I was gonna ask you, like, you know, as a as a military wife, like, do you have any experience with like MREs and this type of food? Not me personally, but yeah, yeah. my husband. <laughs> yeah, but uh, there's nothing like that. Any weird green bread that like bubbles up? <laughs> no, but that but it's cool though that they showed that because it's like it's wartime, and they are on this like scavenger planet like this desert planet right and so, so like you have the, the bare minimum and like she's only get yeah like one quarter portion or whatever he gave her yeah. you know so she's like barely scraping by on like whatever food they're giving her and she did so, not yeah. give a, give trade the droid for it she did not trade bb-8 i know but even though she, she was really tempted in that first second yeah that's right. But, yeah, so I like how they used food in that, like, to show that, like, the desperation of the situation and the, yeah. you know, and the yeah. unfair, like, the, just the terrible, it's like, yeah, whoever her parents are. <laughs> yeah. The, damn it, damn it, Luke. I mean, yeah, it's like. <laughs> like, we got, like, a very short little flashback. Why would you, and put you can... Yeah, you can interpret to hide her from the fort, like so that people wouldn't censor or something. I don't know. It's like yeah. Percy Jackson's mom living with such a terrible guy because his like smell kept the kept oh. Percy from being found I out. I don't know, but anyway, but it's like <laughs> it's like putting kids in a horrible situation for their own safety. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I psh, whatever. Just put her right. on, take her to Dagobah or whatever. Like, I mean, that not that that was a very hospitable place, but Yoda had a little house there, and it was, like, really powerful in the Force, so, like, maybe her Force would have been eclipsed by it, and nobody would... Anyway, whatever. Right, and apparently Yoda makes nice... Stew, nice yeah, <laughs> and puts little crumbles in it. Yeah, so... Right, so the, so the food would have been better there. <laughs> well, dear Yoda has passed on, but at that point. <laughs> right, yeah, but... Yeah, but. <laughs> As far as resources. But yeah, his house is probably still there. With some dried herbs hanging off the ceiling. So. Right, right. So I did write, like how I normally do, like I wrote down the foods from, you know, what I watched and, and all that. So, let's see. Well, well where do you want to start? I know. Can we start with a, a new I hope? Because I watched half of that and I saw yeah let's start with a new hope well I guess we already started with episode 7 it was really just the just okay that the, was all there was yeah. in this movie's bread and <laughs> weird bubble bread which you made right yeah kind of yep not okay. in the same we'll way about, but <laughs> we'll talk about that in a yeah. little bit yeah so we have we have a green bread recipe yep. <laughs> so. so yeah in a new hope one of the most popular like famous is the the blue milk which is probably in episode one too which 
again, I didn't rewatch. But anyway, the Bantha milk, so blue milk. Okay, yeah. Which, one of the things that I want to make at some point, I already tried it, but it didn't work out, but um, I, I mean, it's one of those things where I need to experiment a lot. But, so if there's blue milk, why not? Why can't you make, like, blue macaroni and cheese? Cheese? I well, I mean, there is blue, yeah, obviously blue cheese. So, so like, the one time I tried it, it was, like, just an experiment with, well, yes, with blue cheese, but also to, like, make blue milk, so, like, a little bit of food coloring in milk, and, yeah. like, heavy cream or whatever, to make, like, an Alfredo sauce kind of thing, Ooh, a- and with blue yeah. cheese in it, um, and then put it over the, use the Kraft mac and cheese um, Star Wars shapes. So not the cheese packet, oh, but just the How fun, noodles. yeah. But it's kind of turned out more green, like... <laughs> oh. Well, in Bridget Jones, which is, like, as far from, removed from Star Wars as you can get, but, like, she makes, like, a soup with a bouquet garni that she tied with a blue string, <laughs> which dyed the entire oh, soup blue. <laughs> yeah, so maybe you can put some blue string yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so anyway. In your bantha so, but, milk. Yeah, bantha milk. I'm sure that you... That they would make blue cheese, but not blue cheese as we know it. And then you can make to- totally make blue macaroni cheese. So okay, <laughs> did I get to that part? Like, where is the bantha milk? Is that what they're drinking? At yeah, dinner? it's not that, very that blue. That looks kind of more gray. Yeah, it's not very blue. But okay, yeah, because like I di- I definitely noticed that, but I didn't realize. But yeah, blue like milk is like a total okay. Star Wars yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I've seen that around too. Like, and I, I'm pretty stuff, sure yeah, it like would be in episode one, but I but again because I didn't rewatch it. It probably was. Well, what it's I was going to mention was like, yeah. like, yeah, all the all the food I noticed was on Tatooine because it was like whatever you know, Aunt Beru was. Yeah, or something so, like, like bok they're, choy they're, she was putting into a pot. Yeah, yeah. it were it looked almost like I mean, it looked more like like indirect. Yeah, yeah, some kind of that leafy she was green. putting into that like weird bubbly soup, you know. And then like the first meal they ate together looked the almost corn. like I was kind of thinking of it like kind of like Middle Eastern um. food since they were in the desert but it looked kind of like some kind of mush it looked like cream corn and cranberry sauce or something i don't know i was thinking like um like hummus or baba ganoush or something like that it was something that color and then the the milk that i guess was supposed to be blue but it looked it looked more yeah i know it was very light i was actually i was actually thinking of that as some kind of like sesame milk but i guess well obviously Mm -hmm. it was not but like what sparked my memory is like when you used when you use black sesame seeds to make those like cute little seals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like I was thinking, oh, like if you ground up, because like you know, obviously like sesame grinds to make tahini and Middle Eastern foods. I was like, if you use like black sesame seed, you can make this Gray. like kind yeah. of milk yeah. or whatever. You know. So like that's kind of what I was thinking about, but that's not right. But. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, like, and one thing I noticed, too, is, like, the the thing that makes it, like, futuristic is, like, this sweet plastic glassware <laughs> they got going on. <laughs> They're like, oh, we make this, like, weird cup with one flat side. That looks really yeah. futuristic, right? <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I enjoyed the, like, you know, the What kind um, of twist can dishes. we put on this? Yeah. Right. So that was yeah. pretty much it, in the New Hope, oh. that was the food, was that. Right. And then, of course, they go to the little, the like, camp- uh, The cantina. Yeah. The cantina. Cantina. So, yeah, all exactly. kinds of they alcohol, all those, like, <laughs> Yeah, like, weird <laughs> little drinks. Like, I mean, basically the same, like, silly plastic cups with, like, yeah. different colors of stuff in them. <laughs> yeah. So, nothing, nothing super specific. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, oh, and I have a note. So I like I have the food written down for New Hope and then and then I have a note that says, No emotion for seeing your aunt and uncle burn to crisps. No He was he like was so distraught like, yeah. when Obi Wan Kenobi was killed. Well, wasn't really killed, but turned into right? a force spirit. But like, well, like two two notes. Like I didn't. He's like, I guess I'll go so with like, you now, Kenobi, <laughs> Ben Kenobi. First of all, like in like one of the very first scenes, like Leia's talking to Darth Vader, which is also her yeah, father. But he know yet, people, yeah. he doesn't. Yeah, but still, surprised. like I mean, it's kind of like okay, like let's just gloss over the scene for the father son connection, yeah. you know, and then. um... Yeah, exactly. Like when when he sees them burned, he's like kind of <laughs> but upset. Really. But like you see, I don't know if this was in the retru- retouched version or not. But like you can see burned. Yeah, it's like, they're it's, total. It's like, messed up. Like it, it's upsetting, you know. But very much yeah. people <laughs> shaped. Like right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so it's upsetting. Like even if that wasn't my aunt and uncle, like I'd be a yeah. little upset, you know. And so yeah, and he just goes back to Obi Wan Kenobi. He's like, yeah. Well, there's nothing for me here now. I guess All right, I might as well go with you because nothing for me here. My people got burnt. Oh, <laughs> so. punk. Yeah. Anyway. So, and then Emperor Strikes Back. There's yeah, we mentioned Yoda's little cozy kitchen on Dagobah. Yeah, and he put like there's some soup in a pot over the fire, and he puts some he crumbles something into it, and then in Cloud City later on when they Lando betrays them and Darth Vader's like in the there's some kind of like. It's at, they're at a dinner table. Like, the room has a dinner table in it, but there's, you know, you can't really see what specific food in there. It's like, surprise! Yeah. <laughs> Let's sit down and have a family yeah, some... <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. And then Return of the Jedi, um, that's with the Ewok. So when Le- Leia first meets Wicket, oh! and she, like, gives him a little rice cake. It's totally what? a rice cake. Like a, like a crispy puffed rice like Quaker Quaker oats thing and I forgot to mention like this was my favorite movie growing up and I can you know tell you the reason why in one word yeah and then, yeah, and then they had their own spin-off <laughs> movies super yeah. Ewoks. So cute. <laughs> yeah it's I'm like super, super cuddle fast <laughs> that's what <laughs> because we watched it with my daughter it's just like oh, little so kind of cool. yeah <laughs> Yeah, we're watching through the movies. Yeah. I can't wait. And then to throw in Chewbacca, the and it's like mega cuddles. It's like, everybody. Was always fine. Yeah. Cuddle pile. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, and then so food. Anyway. Che- yeah, Chewie rice was. Cake, rice um, yeah, so there's the rice cake, and then there was the, like, the animal, dead animal that was strung up. And Chewie was like, oh, I'm going to get me some of that. And then the, and then the net was sprung, <laughs> and they all got caught in the net. And Han is like always thinking with oh, your stomach. On, like, <laughs> so that was food for Chewie, I guess. Because yeah, otherwise in the yeah. Star Wars universe, there's like it's a lot of vegetables and fruits, and then in the Clone Wars, it's all golden chicken legs. Like I'll get to that though. Mm. <laughs> well, that makes sense though, because I mean, a lot of these places are just kind of like. Mm-hmm. Colonies, you know, or like little, you know, hub establishments. Well, I want to know where, so where like, with, you, you, with they got the bantha milk. Where's the bantha steaks? But I guess yeah. they need those yeah. banthas for bantha steaks. to keep them alive. I don't know for helping with moisture farming. <laughs> I don't know what, and for their milk. So <laughs> yeah, but yeah, they've got little, you know, little victory yeah. gardens wherever so they of, live. So 
lots of veggies, lots of endive lettuce yeah. in the desert, obviously. So. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then, there, but yeah, so there wasn't, so I watched Revenge of the Sith, there was, I don't know, there wasn't really any food in that that I, that stood out to me. Um, but yeah, so in the Clone Wars, this was a food that I do want to make at some point, um, and I've done a little bit of research, but I haven't come up with any, like, hardcore recipes yet, but Blossom Bread, so it's in season two, um, of the Clone Wars, but Padme just mentions, so, so anyway, so, like, Anakin and Padme are having one of their clandestine meetings or whatever, or, I don't know if that's the right use of the word, anyway, their secret, he's in her, he's in her quarters. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, supposedly Ooh. secretly. Anyway, they're already married and they're hanging out. And he, like, brings... It's, like, space pizza. We don't know what's in the box, but it's, like, a, lo- a large, flat food box. <laughs> it looks like a pizza box. And he's like, yeah, I've got us some food. And she's like, I could bake, you know? Like, she talks about how she was good at, at cooking. Or there were some foods that she learned how to make, even though she grew up as a... Wait. Was she a princess first? Before, she was queen. Yeah, Queen Amidala. And then she was a senator. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. blossom bread. Five, five oh, blossom bread. That's like, that's like, sorry, I keep calling back to like our previous episodes, but that's like, uh, what's her face? Sybil in the, um, in Downton Abbey where she like yeah. and learns to make a cake. Even though she's so, to I didn't write down, like, any of the quotes, but, yeah, so she, basically she says something. I think I actually tweeted it when I was watching it, but I don't know what the quote was. But she talks about how she, five blossom bread is something that she's really good at making. So I looked in, so, so like, just figure out five, whether you want it sweet or savory, and, and then do some research on, like, edible flowers. So... Yeah, oh, which a friend so a friend actually oh. let me borrow this whole book on edible plants, edible flowers, but I, you know, oh, <laughs> but I did, I mean, I looked at it some, and it was awesome, oh, and I looked at stuff online, but, like, I didn't sit down to, you know, figure out which ones were in season and, like, make the recipe, but I do want to, so it'd be Padme's Five Blossom Bread. <laughs> yeah, no, that's too- that's super interesting because I know like now, yeah because and you can use garlic like flour the flouring from garlic and if you wanted to go sweet I yeah know, I'm and cherry blossoms <laughs> and like um, oh yeah marigolds and yeah there's lavender of course and even pansies like there's a lot nice. so yeah or or you, so you could go sweet or savory yeah. which is really cool yeah cabra which I don't know what that means but like it's a Mm-hmm. Or even safflowers, yeah. I think it means I think it means screw pine, which I don't even know what it is. Like that's the translation. Nope. Screw pine. Screw pine, but it sounds like an ingredient for okay. a witch's brew. Anyway, screw pine. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> yeah, very like Star Wars, right? Like it sounds like an enduring um, <laughs> plant, right? Okay. <laughs> I want to say something clever anyway, yeah. about. Like, oh yeah, it could be like. It's like essence is collected from like five different planets, and then you can make yeah, this, like, yeah, because it's five blossoms. So right. there's that, and then anyway, there's also um, they have these supply bars that which are the Jedi carry around. Um, they're just like white cylinders with like red or pink in the middle. They're just, they're like ration um, like 
It's like Lombus bread, the Jedi version of Lombus bread. It's like a, some kind of ration for them to, they're, yeah. And sometimes yeah, they'll... Yeah, 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 like just eat, eat this little thing. Yeah, they only pull it out like when they're like <laughs> giving it to somebody else, either for trade or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so there's these little cylinders. And then um, a lot of colored drinks. And then, yes, like at every single dining table, whenever there's like a feast scene or an eating scene, there are these like big, like, golden chicken legs or turkey legs with so it's like with the like a drumstick with the bone exposed at the bottom but and it's like it looks yeah so okay. if you're ha anybody's having a star wars party you have to have some like chicken legs there <laughs> i think that probably ties it in with like you know there's like all this like our world representation of like royalty <laughs> And that seems to fit in with, like, the royal... Yeah, it's really funny, though, like, because uh, it's not fancy-looking. <laughs> but, yeah, it's yeah. at these... But it's, like... Oh, it's not. Yeah, I haven't seen, seen like, Padme is... <laughs> like, I always... Yeah, like, oh, yeah, like, like, like ripping it. Turkey yeah, leg, but, like, <laughs> at a fan... Like, with fancy dinnerware yeah. and stuff like that, and then it's, like, chicken legs. <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of funny. But Padme, she's, yeah. like... Yeah. All you can eat wings at this place. She's having this <laughs> like kind of romantic. Well, it's romantic for the other for Rush Clovis because he's like in love with her, but she's already married to Anakin, and she's stopping his advances. But they have to work together for something. But then she went to the opera with him. It's like, come on, stop being stupid. Anyway, but she like makes this platter. It's like these fancy like gold gold filigree plates and it's like a platter of tomato slices and like thin melon slices mm. and then two huge like turkey legs <laughs> it's really fun. it's really funny <laughs> um and then the clone wars so every episode begins with like a fortune cookie type saying like i don't know i should have written some of them down but but i was thinking that'd be kind of fun to like write make little write those down on little strips of paper and then make like make fortune cookies and put the strips of paper in them because every episode of the Clone Wars has has like a little yeah. saying like even the I don't know even fools have wisdom or so I don't know something corny that has to do with that episode so and then in the Leia comic that I have they talk about um, it looks like purple cabbage but it's called Ruika R U I C A and that's something like it, it was it's from her childhood where um on alderaan there are people who work really hard to cultivate it and um export it or import it so let me see um trading for seeds growing them um but she so she was raised as a princess and this was uh, apparently ruika is like an important um, part of Alderaan society, like, that it creates jobs and, and things like that. And so her dad, um, Senator mm -hmm. Organa, was, you know, trying to impress upon her that you, you need to eat your Ruika, like, it, because it shows that you appreciate what your people are doing and, and it will make you strong. And anyway, so that was a food that was kind of used as a, a lesson, a Teaching. Nice. Well, that's like, you know. Yeah. Your country. Boiled Ruka. Yeah, it's like blue. Whatever. It looks like a little piece of blue cloth stuck on a fork. But, so it makes me think of, like, if you, bo like, um, 
purple cabbage, but if you put in a little bit of what, baking soda, baking powder, anyway, to make it turn blue. Yeah. Um, blue? So there's that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But but that's how you do like food. natural food yeah. dye is, is that, or to make blue, yeah, is, uh, with the... Yeah, baking soda. Cabot, the purple cabbage. So the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> I watched it in its entirety. <laughs> it's on. It's on YouTube. You can find it on YouTube. I've been, I've never seen yeah, it. Yeah, so it's I'm definitely like, uh, an item of the times. <laughs> but there's a whole little skit of a cooking show, <laughs> and this is actually I'm talking. It, it, it's actually a bantha meat. So a <laughs> bantha surprise is what it's called. So the whole premise is that it's Life Day on, uh, I can't remember the name of the planet for the Wookiees, but anyway, it's Life Day, and Chewbacca is trying to get back to his wife and child and his dad. So, so like, yeah, Chewbacca is totally married. He has a wife and kids, and a, and a, his dad's still kicking Aww. around, too. But, like, so he's trying to get to them. And so Mala, his wife, this one scene, she's, like, getting the Life Day meal prepared, and she's... T- watching this cooking show and it's hilarious i think it might, i don't know if it's a man or a woman dressed up but it's supposed to be a woman like a really busty woman oh with i like, need to um, see this i need to see this <laughs> like she looks like a traditional like kind of housekeeper outfit on like apron and like she has her gray hair put in uh-huh. a bun a big bun um and she <laughs> so bantha surprise using the loin or the rump slice into bite-sized morsels only you know the size of a bite in your family. Put it into a pot. A dash of legamo, a sprig <laughs> of sedentary. I don't know. I, like it sounded like she said sedentary, but, but a bit of tertium and just a whisper of chanto. And don't forget. Yeah, I told. I'm I totally glad you read it. The don't forget so the canaranthum yeah. root yeah. adds a touch of piquancy. <laughs> Um, add enough liquid to cover, stir the mixture, whip while stirring. So she's using, you know, both hands, whip and stir. And so it was, do at, do at an increased tempo, stir, yeah. whip, stir, whip, 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 stir. And so she's like going crazy, like doing this like beat, almost like dancing, like whip, 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 stir, stir, <laughs> whip, whip, like, and her hair is like flying out of the bun. And then, <laughs> then beat and stir and beat. <laughs> So a third, a third hand, a third arm comes out and starts like beating. So it's like, sir, whip, beat, and like, and then she's about to sneeze. So a fourth hand comes out to like put the finger under the nose. <laughs> so it's really funny. Yeah, and then taste the broth, and then you're oh, done. Nice. Like I, I don't even know. She didn't even say you're supposed to bake it or cook it afterwards, but it's like, boil it. But anyway. That was that. It was really, really nice. Fun. I like um, it. And then a character mentions, well, he says he wants some, or he smells some of those famous Wookiee cookies. But he had to have said Wookiee cookies, because there are some, like, cookies on the table. So, Wookiee cookies, which is actually a name of <clears throat> one of the cookbooks, one of the Star Wars cookbooks. Yes, it is. And it's actually what I made for my recipe, but I made my own because I was just satisfied. Gotcha. Okay. So we'll, we'll come back to that later. Yeah. So, um, we'll talk about and then in I moment. just started watching Star Wars Rebels, and the first, like, in the premiere movie, 
there's like purple fruit that's green inside called Yoggins. Man, well, they're really like, good. The Clone Wars, oh my gosh, like, I totally want to own those on Blu-ray. Like, they're really good. And then... Um, anyway, so in Rebels, they have Yoggins, which is a purple fruit that, and that's like Ezra, um, yeah, so Ezra is the main character and he's like, he's an orphan and a thief, like, well, I mean, cause he's had to just like live on the streets to survive. And so you first see him, like this, um, fruit seller is being harassed by, um, stormtroopers and then Ezra, um, gets a communicator from one of them and pretends and like draws them away by pretending that there's you know some activity that they need to go check out um, in another place and so they leave the fruit seller alone and then the fruit seller is like oh thank you and then as Ezra is helping him pick up his fruit he's actually putting some in his own backpack and the and the fruit seller is like what are you doing he's like well <laughs> you know it's just to show that like, he thought he was doing something really nice, but he was actually doing it for his own benefit. Like, so that was interesting, like, these, yeah. the, the food, you know, in that aspect. Um, and then Meluren fruit uh, played a big part in another episode, um, which is, like, pink and yellow knobby kind of fruit. Um, and the storm tree. So, like, Ezra is trying to get some for one of his um, new friends that, like, they're fellow rebels um and the stormtrooper is like wait are and so they're like attacking this freight um this transport vehicle um the stormtrooper is like wait you did all of this for fruit and then ezra is like no well maybe a little like that's all they do end up getting some fruit back so and then there's like some triangle <laughs> cracker thingies with holes in them in one episode anyway <laughs> there's a lot of like random stuff but I'm sure there's more. But yeah, it, fruit is very heavy in it. I like yeah. when they show, like, produce of other planets, you know? Because, I mean, that kind of gives you mm -hmm. a feel for, like, what kind of place you're in. Like, is this looking really wild and tropical? Is this looking really, like, you know, yeah. bare bones and cool? Well, or, yeah, and know, I do feel like, like it kind of gives and, you a feel you know, for we've the said place. It already, but yeah, there's, like, a lot of fruit yeah. and... I mean, it's just, like, Star Wars food, like, that we see, it's, like, fruit and vegetables, mostly. Yeah, so, which is interesting. And I think, because those are more colorful, yeah. usually, too, so, yeah. Anyway, so that's all I've got. Yeah, that's true. Right now, for food, from, like, from the movies and TV shows. Well, nice. But, yeah, so there are a few... Star Wars cookbooks. There's Wookiee Pies, Clone Scones, and other galactic goodies. The Star Wars yeah. cookbook. And, like, so many, like, there's been a lot of stuff I've seen, like, leading up to this. Mm -hmm. Um, leading up to the new movie. And, like, a lot of it is, like, arts and craftsy type food. You know, yeah. like, not food they would necessarily, like, have there. But yeah, like, it's inspired oh. by... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is super fun. Like, I've, I've loved seeing, like, what people have created. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's like a Star Wars party ideas book. 
recipes and ideas for parties. Um, and then there is, um, oh, where is it now? There's a lot of, yeah, like there's R2D2 measuring cups and like a lot of, um, cookie cutters and things. But where, there's another Star Wars cookbook. I think it's just called Wookie Cookies, right? And then there's like Star Wars Cookbook 2, like official things. Oh yeah, so the Star Wars Cookbook, Wookie Cookies and Other Galactic Recipes. And yes. the Star Wars Cookbook 2, Darth Malt and More Galactic Recipes. Dar so, <laughs> Darth Malt. Yeah. So there are these like official <laughs> cookbooks. <laughs> but yeah, like you're saying, then there's also um, a lot of people uh, online have posted these like inspired by recipes like for yeah. parties or, you know, different things. And StarWars.com even has, a, you know, recipe section um liquid carbonite stormtrooper butter and a lot of these are done by jen fujikawa who has her own website called just jen and there are a ton of star wars inspired foods um mm -hmm. so for a lot of these yeah i've seen a lot of hers actually yeah, yeah for a lot of them it's like you need to have the um ice cube or chocolate molds or the cookie cutters in order to do them um, but then some of them are um, just like decorated cupcakes and things. Yeah, that are really like I saw cool. one of hers that was. What's that little like creature that lives by Jabba the Hutt and like eats off him? Oh, the little tiny. Yeah, I forget what yeah. he's called. But yeah, um, here it is. What's salacious crumb. There we go. Yeah, salacious, salacious crumb. crumb cakes. Yeah, she she made salacious crumb cakes. Yeah, I'm looking at those right now. <laughs> they were like so cute. Yeah, they yeah. were like little crumb cakes, but then she decorated them like him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. Um, so yeah, Jen Fujikawa has done a lot. Um, and then Sugar Swings, she did the 12 Days of Star Wars, like, leading up to Episode 7. Um, so she did a recipe a day, and she has, um, like, BB-8 and R2-D2 macaroons. Um, and let's see. And she has, yeah, like, uh, Wookiee and... Um, Oh my gosh, I can't remember. Wampa, there we go. Wampa. Wookie and Wampa cookies, and then, um... What's Wampa? Is that, like, that ice or white yeah. looking thing? He's yeah. the one on the quiz, and I'm like, I do not want to be near him. Yeah. <laughs> but it might be easier to run away from him than the Rancor, because the Rancor was in a closed area. Anyway, so she did a whole bunch of... She did, um, like, a Star Wars... Um, oatmeal cream pie and a roll cake and a bunt cake with like Yoda head and in, shape inside. <laughs> um, and then we've got. I've seen a Yoda stew somewhere and I can't remember where I saw it. But it looked really good. It looked looked like the kind of stuff I normally cook, like a one pot meal mm -hmm. with a lot of like herbs and spices in it, you know. Yeah. Nice. Because as we mentioned, yeah. Yoda's got his, you know, dried herbs. Yeah, totally. Root leaf stew. So, yeah, it looks like there are a few. Oh, here's, oh, on Cook Fiction. Um, there's Yoda's root leaf stew, and the secret ingredient is lamb. <laughs> that may have been it, because it was like a lamb stew. Yeah. So the original, the recipe originally came from Craig Claiborne, 
Um, so let's see. Which I think... Anyway, so yeah, we'll put a link to that. Um, since that yeah. is a, a food that is actually from the show. Oh, and something cute. So this was all, this was a food that I wanted to do for the podcast, but I just, I didn't get around to it yet. Because uh, I saw episode seven and I was like, I want to do the green bread. Um, but I was, think <laughs> I want to do the Ewok roll cake. So in Japan, at um, the Ginza Cozy Corner, um, I think it's a, well, I'm not sure if it's a convenience store or not. Anyway, there's a place in in Japan that created these, um, like, Star Wars little desserts, and one of them is, it's like a, an orange roll cake with, like, a chocolate cream inside, and then it's decorated with a little, like, you know, um, little ears, and then mouth and eyes to, and a nose to look like a little Ewok. So like the slice of cake, when you slice it open it, and then you decorate it, it looks like an Ewok. So I really want to, I really want to do that. That's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that sounds super cute. So. Man, roll cakes have been on my list for a while. Like, I mean, since Christmas just passed out, like I wanted oh, yeah. to make the Because <laughs> I made one, I made one a long time ago and I had such trouble because like yeah, the it's, cake it's cracked and everything. You know? So like I've been scared to mm-hmm. try again. So like, like this is so much effort and so much disappointment. <laughs> it work as long out. as it tastes good. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I've gotten some like good tips since then, you know, so I'm like, I'm going to try this again yeah. at one point, but yeah. Good luck with our bowl cake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I totally want to do that. Um, but yeah, like some other recipes that, that I've done, um, like recently I did the, I did Princess Leia cinnamon bun. You did the cinnamon <laughs> Well, I did, cho- yeah, chocolate cinnamon buns with Nutella glaze. I'm like, how, how like... First of all, I don't, young. Nobody's, and like, second of all, how cute. I haven't, like, I, I didn't see, I'm like, surely somebody has already done, I mean, they always talk about, oh, her cinnamon bun hair. Right. But she has I, brown hair, so I just make chocolate cinnamon buns. Or like buns. In, in, in shows or whatever, like, people have held up, like, cinnamon yeah. buns to their ears to pretend to be layered. So I was surprised yeah. I didn't see online that somebody had already done chocolate cinnamon bun or chocolate. All right, you filled in a much needed I gap, guess so. I <laughs> and I put yeah. in, like, Nutella glaze. <laughs> so when I was little, because I have really, I have long brown hair, uh, there was a, there was a time where, like, an older cousin and and one of her girlfriends, like, got a hold of me, of, 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 like, a, a very small me, young me, and, like, yeah. sat me, like, pulled me into a bathroom, and, like, sat me on the counter, and then started doing, <laughs> like, they totally, like, did the Princess Leia hair on me, and so, <laughs> nice. anyway, um, but yeah, so the cinnamon. No, I mean, fun. like on on the topic of Princess Leia hair. Like, first of all, my mom used to do my hair that way when I went to like my little tap class and ballet class or whatever. She like I mean, sometimes she would do a bun, but like you know, she would she would do like you know buns a lot of the time. And like I just had in my mind at that point it was Princess Leia hair because like I said it. At two, my parents were showing she, me the return of the Yeah. So, but then also like um. To go to the Force Awakens, like I did my daughter's oh, hair. Oh yeah, I think I saw yeah. a picture of it. 
Not really. I mean, like, I couldn't get it in the same buns because her hair is kind of short. But I did put it in up in two little buns, you know. And the cutest thing is we went there, and so we were in line to get popcorn and stuff. And there was another little girl, like, right next to us with her hair up in buns. That was so really I'm like, cute. Aw. So, I mean, this is one of the fun things about the movie is, that, like, I felt the community, you know. Yeah. Because, like, here I am with my daughter's hair this way. There they are with theirs, you know. And, like, you know, so it, it was fun to all get together. Yeah. I didn't see anybody any more dressed up than that, but, you know. Yeah, that's really cute, though. Yeah. So yeah as a th- but anyway, yeah, your cinnamon rolls look delicious. Yeah, they were And really also, cute. like, yeah, I can't believe nobody's done that I know. I, yeah. Yeah, as a teenager, I used to have, like, the two buns on top of my head. Like, but not over my ears, but people be like, oh, Princess Leia. I'm like, no, more like right. Sailor Moon. But anyway, but yeah. Right, yeah, because like, I think, like, growing up, like, any time it was, like, two buns, two buns Everybody, it was, yeah. like, Princess Leia, Immediately no matter what style. Yeah. So, yeah. I, so when I did that blog post for, um, because mm-hmm. I was, you know, I wanted to learn more about the hairstyle, um, and so it, so let's see, um, so there's a whole section dedicated to Leia's buns on the um, Star Wars Wikia. And <laughs> um, so young, marriageable Hopi Indian women traditionally wore a very elaborate squash blossom hairdo um, that is that is similar to Princess so Leia's. Squash, squash yeah. So George Lucas said um, in, in the 1977 film, I was working very hard to create something different that wasn't fashion. So I went with a kind of southwestern Pontrevia <laughs> woman revolutionary look, okay. which is what that is. So sounds very peaky, yeah. So whatever. he said that the buns are basically <laughs> yeah. from turn of the century Mexico. So yeah, so that it is an, an an already existing hairstyle, but yeah, but Princess yeah. Leia totally made it <laughs> more like pop culture. Well, on that note too, like like recently, like through this fall, I've been like obsessed with Scream Queens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which Carrie Fisher's daughter, Billy Lord, is in. Ah. And, like, the whole time through Scream screen, uh, Queens, she's wearing these, like, earmuffs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as, like, a reference to, you know, the Princess Leia buns. And also, she's in The Force Awakens. Like, she has, like, um. one line, and she's there in the background, you know, and she's got the little buns on. Oh, my you know? gosh, so that's, cool. That's, that's pretty cool. Like, her real-life daughter's in the movie. That's really that's awesome. Pretty, yeah, that's really cool. I call it that, because I'm like, yes, I'm obsessed with this, like, trashy teen show, so, like, I recognize the Star <laughs> Wars reference. So Excellent. Funny. So, <laughs> yeah, but, like, I, I thought that was pretty cool, because it is such, like, a... a you know, pop culture touch point that, you know, it like kind of penetrates everything. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So Princess Leia growing up, she did not want to wear her hair fancy, but she had to because she was a princess and it was Mm, part of the Alderaan custom. But princesses got problems. Yeah. But the bun, um, the bun style was actually inherited from Naboo, which is where her mother was from. So it's kind of like a tribute to, to her mother, that hair to pot to Padme because nice. yeah, Padme always had crazy, oh, crazy hair. Another Game of Thrones reference. Sorry, I gotta keep cross reference. What? What is it? Thing. I know. Well, like no Sansa, everywhere she goes, she like yeah. adopts the hair the hairstyle of the region, you know. And so, like when she goes down to um, King's Landing, you know, she takes on the southern hairstyle. But then when she's like living in King's Landing, but starting to kind of like, oh, you people Not are like assholes. Him. Yeah. You know, she, anyway. she, 
Yeah, she starts wearing her mother's style again, you know, yeah. the, the North people, yeah, so. Very true. Yeah, so anyway, like, yeah, hairstyles can be powerful for, you know, people who might not have a lot of ways of expressing themselves, mm-hmm. so. Uh, anyway, we were talking about food, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, no. I, yeah, I like I like that. Um, yeah. Uh, so, and then there's, yeah. Well, anyway, I think we're. <laughs> I think we're. Well, let's get into let's get yeah. into recipes. I was gonna say because yeah. like yeah, so I did the the cinnamon buns, and then I I mentioned I did the like a boba. I know a boba you've done so drink. many already. Yeah. Yeah, and I did the um, lightsabers. Um, and then a, a long time ago, I did like a Yoda egg, <laughs> like a hard boiled oh, egg. How, and then I like you do that? cooked it in um, spinach water to kind of, it's like very lightly oh, green. Oh, like dye and, then, yeah. and then like cut, cut some seaweed to make a face and then put it on a bed of spinach and like bacon. <laughs> it's really Cute. funny. Like, but anyway. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So, well, I want to hear about this green bread, because, like, I was, after seeing the movie, I was kind of thinking about that, too, but then you said you were making, I was like, okay, I was stop thinking about this, but, like, how did you kind of manage what you were going to make? So, I did, um, spinach as a base. So, fresh spinach, and then... Good choice. Yeah, and, and I also put in some seaweed, um, like, some dried seaweed, and then, mm-hmm. um, I cook, cook that... In there, so I just put it in some boiling water and then uh, drained it and then pureed it, and then just a very basic like bread dough um, with yeast and and flour and salt and a little bit of butter and then added in the puree. Um, so yeah, it's really simple. I mean, um, basic uh, ingredients, simple ingredients. Um, yeah, and then let it rise for a while, and it came out. Uh, really soft on the inside and then um, like harder on the outside where like I I kind of like I it's good it's good like to, and you have it with butter or something but I kind of want to try to I mean I'll post that recipe but I would like to try it again sometime to try to make uh, more of a softer okay. bread like a softer dough because it reminded, because she, the way she kind of tore into it, and the, it just looked kind of soft and puffy. Yeah, it seemed kind More of like spongy, like a Japanese bread, like a pan, some kind of like spinach pan. To mine, mine was like the, like the North African kind of like fermented spongy bread. Mm. You know that they used to pick up stuff, and like when you were just talking about, like it had a, kind of a hard crust on it. One I've made before is um, pan de agua, which is like a like a Puerto Rican bread. And what they do is they put like a pan of water in the bottom of the oven. Oh, so that, I've done that with other like, foods. Yeah. That's oh, okay. A good idea. Yeah. So like while you're break while, while you're baking the bread, it doesn't like make a hard crust. Like it, it stays very soft. Oh, way. I'll so try like that. That yeah. That might work. Like if you use the same type of recipe, but then like you know kind of. You know, make your make your oven into a sauna. Yeah, you know, it's called. Can, yeah, it has yeah. a special name to it. You're right. Yeah, but yeah. I did like I put, I did put a tray underneath the rack where the bread was cooking, um, just to diffuse the heat from the bottom, 
Um, oh, okay. But yeah, putting in the like I'm not like a master bread baker. Or well, because that's so, like, what you I'm, do I'm, for I'm so cheesecake yeah. too. So the cheesecake okay, doesn't yeah, crack um, as you put the yeah. uh, and for well, yeah, for cheesecake. But yeah, that well, sounds like, good cus- to do for custards and stuff. You know, you put them in kind of a water yeah, bath. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then kind of, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, so there's hmm. so there's that, <laughs> and then yeah, I already said like I I still want to make the Ewok roll cake and the. Um, and eventually the five blossom bread would be fun. To I know. Do. I'm like intrigued about this, like what you do for five blossom bread. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So the so it's pretty straightforward. The the green bread. Yeah. So I did spinach, but I was like, you could also do like kale. Um, because I was trying to think of like what is healthy, because it would it's probably full of like protein or full of like healthy stuff. Cause it's, yeah, like if cause you it's need ration, to eat it, yeah. if you need to eat that and like only that to survive, like it should have some, you know. Yeah, like so I was tempted to like nutritional quality in it, you know. But spinach, spinach is really good, you know. Yeah, so and like, also seaweed. Yeah, like so seaweed good. is, and then yeah, and seaweed. Um, yeah, so those are good. But yeah, you could totally put in some nutrient like, flax, rich flax or you know, options, things yeah. like that. Um, but I also did, and I mean it. It was. It turned out. All right, I think I did a little BB-8 inspired drink. Oh, um, what was that? Because I've been wanting to try. Yeah, it was so cute. I've been wanting to try the layered drinks, because I've seen I've seen layered drinks like for Fourth of July where people do. You'll oh, see the okay. layers of like, like red, the, white, and blue drink. Yeah, red, white, and blue. And I've seen you like white, orange, and. Yeah, well, there's no gray, so <laughs> I guess I could have done like a purple. I just did white and orange. Um, but the idea is that you need to get drinks of different density, and so their sugar yeah. content is what makes them more uh, dense or not. Um, and so you want to get... Oh, good to know. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know, like... Yeah. So if you use... So I used, um, like, orange Fanta. So if you get, like, orange soda, that, that'll that have a lot of sugar content. Um, so you want to put it in descending order... So does that make it heavier because of the sugar or lighter because of the carbonation? Um, heavier because of the sugar. So like that okay. that stays at the bottom. So you like fill a glass with a bunch of ice, and then you pour in your heaviest or your most sugar content. Um, so like if you use yeah like orange soda, put that in. So just a little bit, um, and then and then I. So I did it a different way, a bunch of different ways. Like I went to the grocery store and like just bought a bunch of orange and white drinks <laughs> like a whole bunch of different <laughs> bottles like make sure that they're all different sugar let's content try mango juice. Let's try. yeah and so so like yeah if you want white at the bottom go for like the sobe um pina colada which has like 62 ah. grams of sugar and then nice. and then you can layer so i got like a carrot mango drink because i thought it had a really awesome orange color to it so like yeah. that will sit on top of it because that's only 12 grams so like 62 grams on the bottom and then 12 grams would sit on top of that but you have to pour it really slowly yeah so it doesn't yeah, like so it doesn't mix you know, down puncture, puncture yeah. through the layer or yeah. like a light lemonade is um it's pretty much looks white uh, and that's only two grams so that was that sits really nicely on the top if you have like an orange soda at the bottom so anyway okay. so that was really fun to to experiment with that and, and my daughter had fun. I, get, I guess you could just do like um, milk or almond milk or something like that on mm-hmm. on top, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. So it all depends on like sugar content sugar it, and yeah. yeah, oh, and also what flavors. Because some flavors, you know, 
tastes yeah. nicer than others. But well, you could do a, you could do a gray layer if you made that. Uh, black I know, right? Seed. <laughs> yeah. So. So. Yeah, and just put like enough sugar in it to keep it yeah. buoyant. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, so that was fun. Oh. So that was just something. No, that sounds super and pretty. I can't wait to see a picture yeah. of that. <laughs> yeah. Fun. Anyway, okay, so let's talk about your cookie. You did Wookiee cookies. Oh, so mine, well, like, first of all, I had a little bit of trouble coming up with a recipe for this because, like, in your, as we mentioned, like, from the main movies, there's not, like, a whole ton of food. I guess, like you said, like, the... You know, there's one famous one, which is the blue milk, and then there's a ton of, like, artsy, craftsy recipes out there, which I think are amazing, but, like, that's not really my style, because, like, I just can't handle it. (laughs) Like, basically what it is, is I can't handle the disappointment. (laughs) Aww. If I I spend all the time to, like, make this, and then, like, my artsy side fails. <laughs> like I can't handle it. So I like I love arts and crafts and stuff, but like I don't do that a whole lot. <laughs> so then I saw this Yoda stew and I was like, this looks good, you know, but the, like that's like my style of cooking. Like me and Yoda are very similar <laughs> cooks. Like we do one pot meals with a lot of herbs and spices. So I was like, okay, Yoda, sorry, I gotta try something. Aww. So Yeah, you should so, still do well, it at some point though. <laughs> no, I will, for sure, for sure. But, I'll, like, I'll be like, Yoda, come on. Like, I can do better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you. I can see Yoda totally having a little sweet tooth every once in a while. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, so then I started going through, like, kind of some of the Star Wars cookbook recipes. Mm-hmm. And so, like, while I am not about, like, I'm not above, but I'm not about, like, artsy, crafts, artsy craftsy recipes... I'm, like, all about stupid puns. <laughs> or, or, like, rhyming stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, which we have learned. And so, you know, like, that 1998 cookbook, whichever one that is, is, like, full of, like, silly plays <laughs> on, like, whatever. And so, like, one of the ones that caught my eye was Wookie Cookies. Mm-hmm. Which and which they were like, mentioned in yes. the holiday special. Or Wookie Ookies, yeah. but anyway. So, yeah. I'm like, yeah, like, when do you... Once you mentioned that, I was like, wow, okay, so, like, these are a thing. But the Wookiee cookies, like, I don't know if there was, like, an intro in the book that explained this or not, but, like, I've seen just the bare recipe on a lot of websites. And it's basically, like, a chocolate chip cookie with cinnamon added. Oh, really? It's not even, like, an oatmeal cookie or something, right? No, and I'm, like, I'm really disappointed by this, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, I'm like, I can make a better Wookiee cookie. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, that's what I set out to do. Because, like, I thought, because, I mean, I know there's, like, a whole, I'm like, maybe it's a thing. Maybe they explain this. Because I know there's, like, a whole spice trade thing that goes on in one of the movies. I don't know. Yeah, there's, like, yeah, they use spices to make drugs and stuff. Well, yeah. So I thought... <laughs> so, that was an episode of Clone Wars where they talking about the okay. spice. No, that was, like, in one of the... One of the trilogy movies, yeah. like, I know there was, like, some kind of, like, spice trade they interrupted, Because historically, know. spice trading... There's a whole movie called Dune about spice. Right. Yeah, oh, I know. So Have spice. you guys heard of this movie and book, Dune? Yeah, so... <laughs> anyway, yeah, so, like, spice is a big deal. <laughs> so, like, but, yeah, so I was thinking, like, maybe that's where the cinnamon came from, but whatever. I mean, these were, like, basic cookies, you know, with, like, you know cinnamon added so I'm like okay I'm gonna do a Wookiee cookie but I need it to be furry (laughs) 
So, so yeah, I did. I did do like shredded wheat, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I used the same butterscotch that I made for our Harry Potter butterbeer oh. battle. So I was like, okay, because I like finding like elements of recipes that I can take over to other places. Mm-hmm. So I took this like you know um, butterscotch that I made for the Harry Potter butterbeer, and I made that again. And I was making the, I just took like, you know, the big squares of um, shredded wheat and chopped them up. And I used that and peanut butter. (laughs) And so during this process, like, I didn't know how how much to use because I was like, I want enough to like make it clump together, but not so much that it doesn't look furry. So I was like adding a little bit at a time. So I added like a little bit of, um, you know, the butterscotch and a little bit of peanut butter and so I got down to the bottom of my butterscotch and I had used it all <laughs> so I was like okay I need more peanut butter so I had only a little bit more peanut butter and I stuck it in the microwave <laughs> and I shorted it out oh, in the no. microwave <laughs> <laughs> it because it had like you know the tiniest shred of foil on the yeah. edge of the peanut butter I was like crap because I was trying to you know like a lot of times I'll heat up that or honey or whatever for like 10 seconds just to be able to get the rest of it like crap so yeah i thought i had broken my microwave but turns out i just shorted it out like a fussy little droid <laughs> so, oh my goodness yeah but anyway the trials so I made these, of like, making getting these cookies yeah. right right so like i may eventually because like i made them and they turned out fine and actually like not having a lot of like stuff to hold them together made them look furrier, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is actually kind of a cool thing. Um, but I think they need a little bit more, so I'll probably do, like, kind of a, you know, edit to the recipe. But they actually turned out decent. So they were, like, one of those no-bake cookies, basically, that you use some kind of cereal and then just use, yeah. like... that's perfect. Yeah. Like, that's... Butterscotchies or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, but, like, I was I was happy with them, because they do look super furry, because, like, I, I, took, I, I took pains to only, like, you know break up as little as possible like the um shredded wheat (laughs) things and then kind of coat them like enough to hold them together but that's it you know like just enough to to hold them together so yeah they do look pretty they look like hairballs (laughs) that sounds really cool i can't wait to see but they're pretty tasty yeah yeah. so like i I think these are better wookie cookies than are in the (laughs) Yeah, it is kind of annoying when people make, like, especially, like, in cookbooks and stuff, but it's like, let's just have this regular know, food, a, but give it a different it has name. A cute, like, it has a cute name, but it's, like, nothing special. Yeah. yeah exactly. So, I mean, this is nothing special either. I, wanna, either. I can't it wait has, to see your edible hairballs. It's, like, a no-recipe, no-bake cookie, but it still looks pretty cute, you know, so I'm, like, I'm, I'm happy with it. It's homemade butterscotch, so, you know, there you go. Yeah, well, I mean that you like that the, they look hairy and stuff. Like that's the point. Like I like, yeah. I like that you actually had thought of making them. Yeah, and when you like bite Chewbacca, into them, yeah. when you bite into them, they're a little chewy. <laughs> Which like, I love. Those are my favorite kind of cookies. The chewy, chewy kind. <laughs> yeah. Which in the movie, I gotta say, I loved. So like after the scene where. Kylo like totally stabs Han and and then and Han falls down everybody's forever falling down those like tubes in the anyway but like and Chewie was like not even missed a beat he's like shoot you shoot everybody explode the stuff 
Let's get like I loved that's it. That's how he deals. That's how he deals with his anger. Well, no, and, I mean it, it wasn't. Mm. It was perfect. Because yeah, he totally yeah. reacted. He wasn't like right. Oh. That's right. Like oh no, what yeah. happened? Like oh my gosh, you killed my guy. It was yeah, just like, real, yeah. like real time yeah. with Chewie. Shoot the kid. No. Like I don't care who you are. I don't care right? if you're the son yes. okay, of yeah. Princess Leia totally and agree. Han Solo. Like you just totally killed my agree. best friend. Forever. Yeah, it was like a very much like primal reaction. Yeah, yeah. but it was real. It. Yeah. Anyway, I loved yes. it. And then Chewie is like, "Come on, kids, Me get too. up in this Millennium Falcon. We're going." Like that's right. <laughs> anyway, Chewbacca. So, <laughs> I guess we've the, we've exhausted. This is like our longest episode for Evers. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I don't know. We've done some pretty long <laughs> ones, but yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> but this was a lot of fun. I, I don't. It know was. Like I'm super excited about because I'm like on a Star Wars high right now. I am like, too. I feel like this always happens with me. Like we end up like covering, or else like stuff pops up in general that I'm like kind of meant about like you know oh this is cool but whatever and then like yeah I get totally sucked into it so like I am also kind of riding the you know mass excitement over this (laughs) so so yeah so we talked about the food we talked about our recipes and our history and our feelings I I don't I think we've covered that's that's the general formula. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you said you mentioned to some um, podcasts. You listened to some podcasts. Oh, no, I didn't mention that earlier. Did you want to say their names? Mostly the Fighting in the War Room podcast, yeah. Okay. And I know there's um, like the Common Room. They did, Didn't they recently do a Star Wars? Oh, they have. Um, I have not listened to it yet. So, I haven't either, yes. but I, like... I, I'm I'm really bad at like listening to other podcasts, <laughs> but but like but I know that I, well I I'm pretty good about it, but like this week yeah no promises you know holidays I know, I know it's been, <laughs> so, it's been. Yeah. and then there's also a podcast called yeah. Coffee with Kenobi that I keep meaning to listen to but I oh, but I haven't um I've kind of been like I didn't really want to get into too much because I I didn't want to get any spoilers before seeing the movie so I haven't really delved into. Or I hadn't before I watched the movie. Yeah. Um, just in case, you know, I wanted to go into yeah. it with my own self first. Um, but yeah, now now I think, now I'm really curious as to what other people are thinking and, you know. Yeah, see, I'm like the opposite. I was only like, ah, whatever, going in. But now like, I'm really excited yeah. <laughs> to see like what other people think, you know. So I'm kind of the same way, but for a different reason. So, yeah, yeah fun stuff. So yeah, check out the... Yeah, what did we mention? The Finding in the War Room podcast, which is amazing in general. You know, I love them. Um, Common Room, which is awesome. And who we will be guests on later this yeah. month. Well, yeah, well, it's possible. So hopefully, we, if we don't, I know, if we don't make we, fools of ourselves and they're like, no. I know. <laughs> if they don't cut our episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we're looking no, forward to a, that. Yeah, being. It's a, yeah, it's a great clever. podcast. Check it out. And, and then um, cof- Coffee yeah, with Kenobi. With coffee with Kenobi. Yeah. Excellent. And you can check out our podcast and anything we mentioned, any recipes we talked about at uh, fictionkitchen.com. No, fictionkitchenpodcast.com. Yeah, and then we're also on Twitter at FKPod. And then Instagram, Tumblr, and Facebook, uh, Fiction Kitchen Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Yep, I can't think of anything witty to say. (laughs) 
<laughs> we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Da, 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 da. Na, 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 na.